favourite at three dollars and twenty cents. Did go up three dollars earlier this morning, so three out to three twenty. Zapateo for the Blue Jackets at six dollars fifty. Baluchi Babe is a twenty-six dollar chance for Tus at seventy-one dollars. One Diva is a ten dollar chance. Written Beauty at eleven. Naj Marty is out. A very fine Red at fifteen dollars. Isotope at eleven. Enchanted Heart at nineteen. Apre La Mer at two hundred and one dollars. Diamonds eighty one dollars. Rose Quartz at twenty one dollars. Sneaky Page at thirty four. Verenskova is a nineteen dollar pop. Shell Star she's come a long way since the highway win at nine dollars and fifty cents. Jal Lay scratched from Sydney to go to Melbourne at forty one dollars. Vivian is out, and Libiamo is a seventy one dollar pop. Uh, most popular runner here is clearly as Fura. Uh, three fifty Wednesday, three dollars Thursday, three ten Friday, three dollars this morning. Now three twenty. Uh, about three times as popular as its nearest rival, which is Isotope, who's been fourteen into eleven so far this morning. Behind it is Shell Star, as much as twenty six dollars. Bet about it was still seventeen dollars on Thursday into nine fifty by yesterday. Nine out to nine fifty this morning. Pretty smart group of mares in the last year, Dean. Certainly is, uh, Richard, and uh, I think um, I can understand the backing at a, a price for Shell Star because uh, I think she's just a rapid improver. It was really good at uh, Caulfield, narrowly beaten there uh, by a very fine red, and I think she'll run well. As Fura might just blow them away, she hasn't got a lot in her favour down on the inside, I think, as the, the speed map, but, uh, and she, dry, she goes up five kilos for winning last start, but uh, she's very good, and she's, the uh, I think, the logical danger. Then that nine, a very fine red, who just got the job done last start, um, with a beating Shell start. So they're both in the picture here. And Zapateo on soft ground, at least will be, I think, quite strong late. But uh, 17 and two for me, uh, Richard, in the last 17, two, nine and three. Yeah, this is the race, I'll be going wide. I'm tipping Asfura on top, but going wide and hoping for a split in the quadriole. Asfura has to run 1,100 metres on soft ground with 58 kilos drawn in. But, gee, she just had that race under control there last time. She was just cruising along. All the rest were hard-ridden, and she just bolted, and she may well do the same here to beat number nine, a very fine red, who had the two back from a spell. It's in terrific form. Will run well again. 11, Enchanted Heart. Probably should have won last time. Soft track, no worries. And three, Zapateo. She was bad last time. I don't know what happened there. It was a terrific win before that. Maybe a quieter ride just building into it. It can bounce back. Two, nine, 11, and three. What a program of racing, nine races. Hopefully the weather is kind and the track on the improved that bit. But, um, Mark, I'll stay with you for your best and value uh, there today, Flemington. Yeah, my best, Richard, race seven, number one, sharp and smart. And my value, race three, number six, Gravina. Okay, seven, one, three, six. Uh, Dean, fire away for your best and value. Uh, the best is in secret, race six, number 15. The value race one, number three, Liberty Steps. Okay. Anything away from Flemington, Dean, that tickles your fancy today? Oh, I'm batting up for the Melbourne form in the Golden Eagle. I think uh, I wish I win back on a dry track or bounce back. I think he'll run really well. Okay, very good. And um, where are we today, Mark? Is it Traralgon, did I see? Yeah, Traralgon's the one bush meeting that survived down here today. And we'll wait for the last. We'll go race eight, number seven, Tiara Jewel. In a new stable, I thought I'd try well enough to win that race. Excellent, guys. Well done. Always great to speak on a Saturday morning. Enjoy Derby Day, and we'll speak next Saturday morning, gents.
Thanks, Richard. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, guys. Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. Um, Traralgon Munns. What was it? Race eight, number seven at Traralgon today. As I just uh, flick through there. And uh, there we go. Tiara Jewel, $4.40. I think Munns may have left us now as he had to um, has to get to, to the races for Golden Eagle Day. Look, speaking of Golden Eagle Day, um, just a note coming through a little while ago. Cathy O'Hara not riding at Rose Hill today, and that's not surprising. She's very close, of course, um, apprentice to Gwenda and had a lot to do. You know, they're great friends, um, lifetime friends, uh, Cathy and, and Gwenda. So it'd be a pretty emotional day for Cathy. Thoughts with her and all the great, uh, Gwenda Markle's family and friends. If you just joined us um, on Saturday HQ, we learned overnight the passing of Gwenda Markle. Just a, a lovely, lovely lady. And um, across social media and different platforms, uh, tributes are flowing in for Gwenda and people only saying nice things because she was just a lovely, lovely lady. Whenever you'd bump into her at the races, she was always on for a chat, always wanted to talk about the horses, always always interested in what you were doing and what you're up to. Uh, and... Um, She'll be sadly missed our thoughts with uh, with with Ross and her family and friends and very somber down there at Kimberley Grange. I tell you what, there'll be plenty of cheering for uh, her well, for main stage and of course her runner in the Four Pillars Midway. And I dare say Kerry Parker would be uh, hoping that hope in your heart can run a big race for for Gwenda and all those at Kimberley Grange. Um, very very sad morning, big race day, but very sad morning. Uh, that's for sure with the with the passing of Gwenda Markle. 25 minutes to 10, Saturday HQ. Get your texts in. A few texts coming in for Behind the Gates. We'll get going with Behind the Gates. Probably about 10 past 10. Uh, the text line, of course, is 0419-767-272. We landed it last week, which was nice. So we'll have a go at the Behind the Gates multi again today. So any questions for Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, uh, Hurls and myself to a lesser extent, 0419 767272. Take a break here on Saturday HQ. On the other side, it is the Eagle Farm preview, and we're not too far away from a Newcastle preview as well. A break and back with more. The trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screen and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. 
HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Saturday HQ. Now time to look all things Queensland racing today. Good for some uh, warm, steamy conditions forecast for Brisbane today. So Jim Roberts told us a little, little earlier. It's time to welcome in the man who's done the form for the program, and that's Michael Maxworthy. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Richard. Yes, looking forward to a great day's racing at Eagle Farm. All the interest is in the south, but we've got a good meeting here. And uh, the weather's absolutely perfect. We're on a good surface. Let's dive in, shall we? Uh, race one, Zusain, first yearlings in 2023. Two-year-old start the day here, Michael. 1,000 metres set weights. I don't know what to say. There's a Mashani at the top of the market, a Mashani at the bottom of the market. But the Renegade is a $1.45 favourite. And the Raider is there at $3.40. Can you please sort them out in the first? <laughs> well, I think uh, the market's got it right. Um Renegade has had two starts for two wins, both this track and distance, and all the rest of them are maidens. Um, so I think you've clearly got to go with him on top. Over the second favourite, Mashani Raider, who got within a half a length of Mashani Renegade here two weeks ago. So I think clearly this is the exacta. The one from two, putting in Magic of Milo and also Mashani Metallic. One, two, four, and nine in the first. J- Josh has been given a list of caps by now, hasn't he? Yes. <laughs> I think he's been learning them since Wednesday afternoon following the acceptances. They've found all of these different coloured caps. So uh, I think um, I think the top he'll have the blue cap and then the second top weight, the white cap, and then thereafter... Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. You're gonna wake up in <laughs> wake up in a cold sweat and yell out Mashani in the middle of the night, Josh. But anyway, <laughs> they didn't get through that race. Good luck to you, Josh Fleming. It'll be one of the novelty highlights of the day, and he will nail it, no doubt. Let's go on to race number two at Eagle Farm today. Class three for the boys over the twelve hundred meters, where Zavaboom is a two dollars sixty favourite. Al Burke at four forty, and Argyle Lane five fifty. Chances in the market for enabler and ready for anything. Yeah, any one of these horses can win this race. Uh, Zavaboom's going to sit back off the lead and he'll come with a strong run. He doesn't mind it here. He's a track and distance winner. But I like Enabler, Richard, number eight. Always had plenty of time for him. Um, his first up run was quite good. He drew wide and uh, sort of got home really well down the outside. I thought he'd throw the towel in, but he kept on strongly. Gate one today, I think that gives him an advantage. So Enabler, to beat number seven, ready for anything... Five Zabba Boom and number two, Argyle Lane. On to race three at Eagle Farm we go. Phillies and Mares, class three at the 1,200 metres. Top of the market, number six, Deep Rouge for the Lockwood Stable. $2.20 favourite. Number three, Better Get Set, 420. Uh, Amore Veloce, 420. And Drillia uh, is at $7.50. But Deep Rouge, pretty firm favourite here, Michael, for race three. Yeah, I think she's pretty good. Um, she was off the scene for quite some time due to a nasty hoop injury after winning at Ipswich. And her effort first up here a fortnight ago was unbelievable. Had to be seen to be believed. She uh, got flattened at the start, poleaxed, and then badly checked again 200 metres after the start. Stuck to the rails. She came from last to get up and score. 
uh, her final 600 metres was rattling. So I expect that she can win again. Six to beat five, Amore Veloce, the likely leader. Three better get set. And then number 10, Barista Sister. Race four today is a benchmark 90 over the 2,212 metres. Ottera, very consistent tab number nine, $2.60 favourite. Berade number one at four sixty and $5.50 about honourable spirits. So dapper and Tappy's lad thereabouts too, but Ottera, pretty clear favourite for race four, Michael. Yeah. I really like Ottera. He's one of these genuine stayers and he uh, he's going up a little bit in grade. Last start... It was about a 78. He's up to a 90. But I think when you get up to, you know, 2,000 plus here in Brisbane on a Saturday, there's not a lot of difference in in the class. And the fact that he is going up in grade, he drops to only 53.5 kilos. So I think he's one of the better bets on the card, Ottie Ra. I think we can back him with plenty of confidence today. Putting in number 10, Port Morant, who too has a very light weight to carry and will stay all day. Three honourable spirit, then seven tappies, lad. Nine, ten, three, and seven. Race five is a no metro win here over the fourteen hundred metres. Number nine, Ang Pow, a dollar ninety, six fifty. About number four, mix and rejoiced for race five. Yes, he's short, isn't he, Ang Pow? Uh, but I've got to respect, um, you know, Richard and Will Friedman. Whenever they send a horse north um, uh, to Brisbane. If they don't win, they go very close to winning. And obviously, they've found this race for Unpower. It's a no-met win. He's a talent. He's only likely raced eight starts, four wins. And I love his recent uh, win. Plenty of conviction amongst his victories that he's had so far. So I think this is perfect for him today. The odds are a little bit light. I would have preferred sort of odds against with him. But I do think that he's got the right credentials to get the money. Um Four lines from all over the place here. Number two, Deep Breath is down from Rockhampton with a great record. He probably leads for fun and going to be hard to catch, so he'll be a good target for Ung Power to run down in the straight. And then Calm Seeker and putting in number five, Rejoice. So nine, two, ten, and five. Race six, three-year-olds here over the mile where number one, Yellow Brick, going for three wins on the trot, is a $2.30 favourite. Brookhaven at $5.00 and Matriarch Rose. We had David Van Dyke on the radio this morning and quite likes this uh, this Matriarch Rose at $5.50. But Yellow Brick, the market says, the horse to beat. Yeah, he's stepping up to 1,600 metres and on the maternal side of his pedigree, there's plenty of stamina there and he'll probably try and lead. He just needs to relax a little bit because he's been revved up to lead shorter distance races. Having said that, I'm going with David's horse, Matriarch Rose. Um, look, she didn't do much at all in the barrier trials, and then at Ipswich on debut, she looked like Gypsy Goddess coming down the straight when Gypsy won her maiden at the sunny coast. Um, I think there's a lot to like about her. It's a big step up from that maiden to Saturday Metro against, you know, three, three-year-old handicappers. But I think she's up to it. Definitely yellow brick. Uh, very hard to run down. Throwing a number two, Brookhaven. Strong behind yellow brick the other day. And I think the distance suits. And uh, then the other hope, I think, is Lady Ladara. Around about $20. Uh, but I think is a much better hope than that. So 9, 1, 2 and 10 in race 6. Race 7, first leg of the quaddy, three-year-old benchmark 72,000 metres and oh, she's going to be one of the highlight horses. She's trying to be the unbeaten Chinny Boom, tab number 4, $1.45 favourite. Yes, um, I expect Chinny Boom to, uh, to, to, to win here. She's used to 
sort of leading in central and north Queensland, but she might have to take a sit today um, because uh, there are a lot of other horses sort of around her that like to lead as well. Oh, but she looks good. She broke a long-standing track record at Rockhampton last start, Richard, on, on a soft five. So I think she's special, and I expect that she's going to win. To beat number seven, Bullockov, is a smart three-year-old by uh, Deep Field, but I think she's going to be too slippery for him. So four to beat seven, five Acapella Sun, and then number one, Philwell. Four, seven, five, and one. Race eight, Eagle Farm. Park in Sorry, mate. Jockeys, jockeys, gate three. Yeah, yeah, go ahead there, Richard. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. We'll keep on going to race number eight as, as Michael arrives on course at Eagle Farm today. Benchmark 78,000 metres. Release the beans. Resumes. $3 favourite. Two Shamrock Lou, $4. Frederick the Dane, four sixty. dollars don't you say, don't you know who I am? Not on the list, mate. <laughs> oh, no, My surely. I've just sort of, um, I'm doing this hands-free. My apologies, Richard, and I've, I've got a Gestapo here that won't let me... He didn't here. say you're not on the list, did he? <laughs> yes. You couldn't make it up. <laughs> anyway... Put him on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going for Pizzoni here. Um, I think he's at a good price at about 8.50. Richard, to beat the seven rainbow connection, the two trials in Sydney have been exemplary, then Shamrock Lou, and uh, then release the beans. Three, seven, two, and eight. I don't think our man had had many people driving through doing a preview at the same time, I suspect. Let's go into race number nine as Michael continues negotiations. An open handicap over the 1,400 metres. Number 10, Hot Spring Gold um, for race nine, 370 favourite. Matuatapki, 420 in. Bottega, a $5.50 chance. Michael for race nine. Yeah, um, it's an interesting race. I'm looking at horses down the bottom of the handicaps here, Richard, and going with Hot Spring Gold. Um, he's got a great record here at Eagle Farm. He's had four four goes here and won three of them, and not a lot of luck on that other occasion. So he drops way down in the handicaps. They're taking the true weight with him. He's only got 52 and a half, and I expect that he's going to sort of... Uh, Finish strongly here and upset the apple cart a little bit. Last chance, number three, was great last start. Really gaining ground late. Putting in good old Emerald Kingdom. He'll be up on speed, making his own luck. And then the other one, Matawatapi. 10-3-1-9. Tenth and last at Eagle Farm. Uh, benchmark 85 over the mile. Open market. Number three, gave us up. Is at four dollars. Number eleven, Linthorpe Lad four sixty. Couldn't refuse at five dollars. Tappy's one here in Wednesday. What are we thinking late in the day? Race ten, Michael. Oh, really keen on Gavis up here. The favourite number three. Anybody that saw his last start performance here will be on him today. Just needs a touch of luck from the gate to beat the eleven, Linthorpe Lad. Putting in six, Trevelyan. Now make sure you put him in the cottage because he was good in that Gavis up race last start, and he likes it here. And then Wednesday, three, eleven, six, and one. Best bets, Richard. I think uh, we're going four nine Otty Ra and ten three gave us up. And I'm going to have something each way. Race eight, number three, Pizzoni. Just quickly, Michael, we had um, David Van Dyke on the radio here this morning. Um, this gypsy goddess is certainly not making up the numbers today. There's a, a little level of quiet confidence there with David. Yeah, well, he specifically set her for this race, Richard, and uh, look, she's going to need a whole lot of luck in that big field, but if she gets it, I'm sure she's going to be in the thick of things at the end. Has your man let you in or he's still working on it? Oh, no, I just sort of asked <laughs> my way in. <laughs> Good on you. Good luck. Good luck today. Okay, see you. Bye-bye. Michael Maxworthy, yes.
Just doing his job, they say. Just doing his job. Anyway, Michael Maxworthy, uh, that was his preview, and it's always good to uh, catch up with Maxie on race morning. Big day racing from Newcastle today uh, up there at Broadmeadow. Of course, getting ever closer to the Hunter Day. He's done the form. I'm sure he's keen to get trackside. I speak of Gary Harley. Gaz, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, Richard. Delightful day. Not a cloud in the sky, real spring day. Temperature up into the, uh, you know, probably 26, 27. Uh, we're on a good four, which is great, but they're saving the inside rail, as you heard Chris say this morning. The rail's out 10 metres, 1,400 at the south, and 11 metres the remainder. One mil yesterday, 20 for the week, and the hunter's two weeks away. Let's dive in, Gary. First, um, the first of eight races from Newcastle. Five past one is a, a midway class one over the 900 metres. Pete Robel has deep expectation first up here. $2.70 favourite. Number one forecaster for Paul Perry resumes at 4.40. Sir Kermit, 4.60. And then Spirit Chaser at $6.50. Single touch resumes here today for Tony Newing. Gaz, who do you like in race one? I think forecaster will be very hard to beat here. He's good value. He's in from five into four forty since the markets went up yesterday. Paul's got him good barrier bullock rides. He was very good winning at Canterbury. Two year old maiden back in May on a very heavy track. Come from midfield there and was too strong. Then he went to Randwick. The run was a ripper there from way back in the field. He got beat half a length there to wing guardian. And then his last run at Randwick, he pulled up lame and with a poor recovery back in July. He hasn't trialed. He wouldn't want him to trial 900. He wouldn't need to. He's got a lovely barrier. He may have been set up for this by Paul. And uh, I think he's the best horse of the race. And I think he'll be hard to beat. The favourite, uh, deep expectations for uh, Peter Robel. It runs second to Willinga Beast way back in March at Canterbury. Beaten about two and a quarter lengths after being there all the way. But then it got beat at Hawkesbury. Won a race at Muscle. Brooke won a Miss to Miss Finland up there in April and then failed behind in the secret, as you would expect on uh, Scone Cup Carnival. Then a couple of trials, barrier one, it'll jump and show good speed. Will be hard to beat, no doubt, but I like the other one at the value. Number five, Spirit Chaser, the Sarge. Sarge thought it had run well here the other day, told me, and it did run second, first up. And number two, Sir Kerm, coming back in distance. But it's got a bit of speed. One, three, five, and two. Race two out of Newcastle is a maiden set weights. Three-year-old upwards, 1,900 metres. Betting has it as a race in two, maybe a race in one. Um, not being disrespectful to the others, but number nine, Tradition Gaz, $1.35. Cherokee Cherry for Paul Shaler, two eighty. Twenty-six dollars Tina's Rock, the best. Uh, rest of the best. It's a surprise of the year if one of the two favourites didn't win. Uh, this Godolphin uh, horse tradition, she was a run the other day. He's by Frankel, and he was stone last uh, in the run at Kemmler the other day. He was 12 to 14 lengths off the lead at the 800 and got beat half a length. Rachel King rode him. He come right up the inside of the straight, um, and he nearly got to the lead, actually, uh, after being held up at the top of the straight. And he only got beat half a length there in that big field of 14. He's going to love the long run home again today. 1900s more like it for him. And he does look a good thing, but he's very short. Paul Shaler coming down with Cherokee Sherry. Uh, got to be the only danger, you think, if any. 
races fast too at Port Macquarie. But on the speed first up, then got back midfield and ran on OK. Um, if tradition, it turns out to be, you know, far too good for him. Well, Paul's just come down on the wrong, wrong day. Normally, uh, he's also win a, a maiden plate 1900 here uh, on a Saturday. Uh, but I've got it in for second hand, you never know. I beat the favourite, but tradition, easily its best run was the last one. Two Balmain lad at number five. Race three, Newcastle, a class one, 1,400 metres. A couple of these at the top of the market looking for back-to-back wins. Number two, Floating. By the way, this horse won the other day, $2.80 favourite. Golden Age, uh, off the midweek maiden whim, is at $3.40. Fuller is a $5 chance. And Vunassier, number seven, is at $6. Gaz, who are you with for race three? Well, it's a red-hot class one. You won't get a better class one on the provincial than this. Floating is flying rich and he's very good. But I've got a I made him the best bet when I did everything uh tips Thursday, Friday for different people. But I have made him the best bet still. I'm not going off him. But I'm a little bit worried. I'll tell you why. There's only six runners. He's a back marker and he gets up on the bit and pulls if there's no tempo. Now the last two runs he's had at Newcastle last start, he was trombling off the lead back near last in a 1,300 at the 600. He won by four lengths running away. He's a red-hot galloper this bloke. Prior to that, he put in one of the best performances you'll ever see at Newcastle when he just got beat on the 24th of September. I don't know what he run the last 200 in, but he gave away an impossible start. Now, the only horse I can find that'll lead is Golden Age. And Andrew Atkins might be able to dictate the speed here. It went all the way to win at Warwick Farm the other day after a good fourth at Roseville first up. It's a horse with talent. And four, uh, it gets, you know, up third or fourth at top eight. Floating gets back near last. Vinicera is a back marker. Kimura gets back. So if Golden Age, you know, is able to dictate, it could prove hard to run down. But it's a genuine tempo. This horse is headed to the city. Matty Smith's got a massive rap on him. Big, lovely grey horse by Cusant's balloon, who was such a good horse himself. Golden Age, the big danger. Number seven, Venisare. Uh, I've been ready to back it. Had no luck the other day. Couldn't get clear in the straight. It'll win when it gets the right race and a bit of tempo. And Fuller went good for Walla here the other day, the Piero horse. Really good race. Two, three, seven, and one. Race four on the day. Gaz, provincial maiden, 1,400 metres. I thought this fellow was a terrific debut. No flash price today. Number three, Wrathful, $1.45. Edge of reward. Nathan Doyle, Lee McGorriam, 380. And then out to classic dealer, double figures. But Wrathful, $1.45. Hopefully sneaks out in the market. But gee, he was good on debut. Well, we're hoping for a change of luck for Sam Cabot. He had to scratch Kobe today. For the big, for one of the bigger races in Sydney. I mean, he bought Kaiobi online off uh, Arrowfield for 100000 to the clients. And the, the horse is unbeaten since it came to him. He was favourite today, and I think he's got a temperature. But he should be able to pick up 21000 here because this horse was enormous at Warwick Farm, as you said, after a number of trials. Number three, Rathful. He's an imported horse who never raced. Over there, he's only had the one run in his life, and that was that Warwick Farm run behind Golden Age, and G finished off well. 
puts a class above them. Eight classic duels. Went really good. It'll be double figures. First run for Chris Lees the other day. There's a win in store for it shortly. Two heads of reward. Very honest. And one blue guitar. Three, eight, two, and one. Race five, first leg of the quaddie at Newcastle. A benchmark 68 going over the mile. And Mediaro, again for Matty Smith. $2.80 favourite. Olympic Gaze, 5.50. Cross the Rubicon, tab number seven at 5.50. And then um, Annulus. But Mediaro looks a prospect here, Gaz. Tab number three, $2.80 favourite for race five. Yeah, I might have done the wrong thing. I backed him when he won here the other day. And then I interviewed, uh, I don't know whether it was Matty or Joe Curran. Uh, they weren't as confident as I was. Uh, thought the distance may have been a shade short for it. Was running last all the way. Straight the paint and the fence. Got up and won be amazed when a lot of people thought the other one had won. Today, I'm going to give Cross the Rubicon another chance. She's got an untold ability that she needs everything to go her way. She loves Newcastle. She's won two out of four here, but she needs tempo. One of her wins here uh, back in March, I think it was last year, was as good as you'll ever see. Come out three lengths behind them and bolted it that day. So I know she's got the ability. She needs a race to suit her, and I think she can win. But Mediaro, it was good the other day, and it'll go a lot better over the mile. Uh, second up, it has raced well in black type races in the past. Olympic Gaze was very good winning for the Perry Stable here last start. Loves the long straight. And number six analyst, a model of consistency. Seven, three, one, and six. On to race six we go today, Gaz. The Colts and Geldings Maiden here for first national Maitland. Uh, maiden set weights over the 1250 metres, Bundina. Tab number two for John Thompson, $2.70 favourite. Number three, Chain of Gold is at three fifty. Now, Altivo for Team Hawks, first starter here at $6. Riverdanska uh, is an $8.50 chance. And a couple of other debutants here, San Luca and Tunguska for the Snowden Yard, both double figures and yard watches, of course, Gaz. But Race six at Newcastle. Yeah, I thought I had a good thing here, but they scratched it. It's unusual, Rich, uh, for Brock Ryan to be riding here on a Saturday. Uh, but he is on Bundoona for John Thompson. I think it can win in a very open race. Run second here last start to Kimura uh, two weeks ago. Tried to lead all the way, got run down late. Second at Hawksby back on the 8th of September, beat the half end. So it's going to be on the speed, even though it's drawn wide. Um, I think they'll make... Uh, use of it uh, today with uh, Brock Riding. It comes in a few of the scratching, but I think it can win. Chain of Gold's a big oak for Matt Smith. It runs second at Hawkesbury, first up for Mr. Bingo, beat the half. Coming here the other day, he's a smart horse, the horse of Wallers that beat him four and a half lengths. Opera did. So I think it'll run okay. One other vote, first starter, uh, English bred with a Hawks team, and uh, Richard's had a few trials. The last one, it was beaten about five lengths and Rosilla, the trial worked home okay under no pressure. There is the uh, Chautauqua Colours and number seven, Ribbon Danska for Brad Widder. Two, three, one and seven. Race seven at Newcastle. Phillies and Mares in the Patterson Tavern Maidens. Set weights the girls, 12.50 metres. Four for Cindy. You might have heard um, John on the radio this morning. Just the, the, the gate tricky, but they have a bit of an opinion of her. She's a $2.80 favourite. Number 10, Trigara. She's due, isn't she? 4.40. Definitely maybe 6.50. And Consenza, 
Thoughts trialled pretty well coming in here at $6.50. This is a pretty decent fillies and mares maiden, Gary. Yeah, they won't beat her. I don't think they will. If she drew a barrier, she was the better of the day, all for Sydney. She, lovely filly, bred on the famous Lake Cardo stud. Um, look, her trial the other day at Brazil was super. Now, in the trial, Sam Clement, she missed the kick, took her back. She was eight off the lead and ran on beautifully, just how you want them to, to get there to cut the lengths. Now, Rich, Kazoo. You saw it on Wednesday. Make it's to boo the horse of uh, uh, that's been trialled on the joint down for Waller. It runs second in the trial. I thought this went better. The barrier's a problem, but she'll go back. Even though the rail's out, you've got this mammoth straight here to warm up. She trialled terrific at Randwick prior to that. If she had a drawn a barrier, as I said, she was my best bet, but it is a tricky draw, but I think she's pretty smart, and uh, I'm very keen. Number 10, Tregada, a little bit weak at the end of 12.50 here. Uh, it's got a bit of speed. I remember first up, she got tired. She tried to lead all the way here, 1,200, and got beat three lengths. A very tired late. Last start, she got beat a length and a half here. The worry, I mean, she was three wide, no cover last start. The worry with her is running the trip, and she's got a worse score, worse barrier than the one of 10. One definitely maybe is honest. And at number five, consensor for the Hawks Stable 11's first start. 7, 10, 1 and 5. Race 8, last of the day. Gaz, we finish off with a benchmark 64 over the 12.50 metres. Open market number one, damaged. Uh, it is racing very well. Uh, $4.40 favourite. 10, California, surreal, 5.50. 14, cool lad at 6.50. Uh, Walk and talking and Silver City going for back-to-back wins at bigger odds. But damaged and open, uh, a favourite and open market here in the last. What price is yummy? Uh, $9.50, guys. Yeah, I'm tipping it. Bowman trialled it. He never moved on it to win that trial at Greenwick the other day. Uh, it beat Ranji Toa, one of the chances in a race today in town. Ran over the top of the plate. was a lovely trial. Huey just back, got it to the outside of it, at the top of the straight and just cruised. I know they got it to one a shorter price in the race for students. California Surreal. But I reckon this is a gamble each way at the odds from a beautiful barrier and it gets Mitch Bell. Number 11 each way. Number 10, the stable mate, California Surreal, will improve on the first up run. 14, Cool Laddie can mix his form, but he's capable of winning. Uh, gets a lovely draw today. And number one, Damage, a good win in the bush. I saw it at Musclebook, and it won at Hawkesbury prior to that. 11, 10, 14 and 1. I'm going to stick with floating as the best. If he gets good tempo, I think he'll win again. Uh, that's what he needs in race three. And very good program, Rich. And they always get a big crowd on this day. I mean, we all knew it for years and years as Derby Day. But now it is, of course, a $10 million uh, Golden Eagle race day to day. And they're packed out. It is the Golden Eagle, isn't it? It is, Gaz. Have you had a look at that race? Or? Yes, oh. I have. I'm, Who do you like? I'm I don't like backing horses I've never seen mm. or coming from another country. But by gee, aren't the racks good on the favourite here? If I was having a bet, mate. I'd back it. This form's pretty good, isn't it, Gaz? Oh, um, terrific, yeah. And just have to have uh, Jay, Jay Spencer get it right, and I'm sure he will. Uh, good on you, Gaz. You, you'll be uh, on air for your preview pretty soon, I suppose, or we've got a little time in your hands. 
Yeah, I think 11.30, Rich. Oh, uh, I need a yeah, big time. day, a big day everywhere. So, really looking forward to it. And for once, we're on a good four. For, it's nice, isn't it? I spoke to some pretty happy track managers this morning around the place, and they've been pretty glum lately. So, anyway, good on you, Gaz. Have a good day. Hello, mate. Gary Harley and uh, good on you, Gaz. Uh, taking care of all the action there at Newcastle today. Uh, so we're not too far away from behind the gates. Um, there was a there was a question on the text line there, just um, regarding incentivise Gordon uh, Gordon from Arambar. If you're listening, Gordon, just regarding incentivise whether he's retired or a chance to race again and that kind of thing. And I just uh, sent part owner Peter Lawrence a, a message just um, to see where he might be. And Peter's just come back just then. He said he is going great and will be back for the autumn for sure. Uh, probably was overcautious read the spring. So he's had that injury, so taking no chances. But Peter says, um, going great is incentivised, and he'll um, he'll be back for the autumn for sure. Thanks for the reply, Pete, and hopefully um, uh, that answers your question, Gordon. 0419767272. Any questions to Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Hurls and myself regarding this Golden Eagle meeting? Now's your time. Got a few filtering through and um, we'll get to them as we go uh, go throughout the next 45 minutes or so. Take a short break here on Saturday HQ and we come back with Behind the Gates. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Hurry to Sutton's Chalora, gwmhavel.com.au for three years free servicing and immediate delivery on select new Havel Jolian vehicles. T's and C's apply. In Sutherland, reports of a crash on River Road eastbound before Linden Street is adding to the heavy traffic over the Warrenora Bridge from the Bangor Bypass, all due to the closure of Heathcote Road this weekend. A crash is reported at Alexandria on Fountain Street corner of McAvoy Road and in Strathfield, a truck has broken down northbound on Centenary Drive in the middle lane at Arthur Street with heavy delays behind it. The King Spring Sale ends Sunday. Up to 50% off selected Australian-designed award-winning furniture. Sale ends Sunday. Visit your nearest King showroom today. I'm Aisha, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up to KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Australia's favourite windows and doors... Excuse me, i just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. Races 1 and 2 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's help 1-800-858-858. 
HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It's packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports research into the treatment, prevention and cure of breast cancer. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths, participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary, the diary that saves lives. Buy one for yourself and the special women in your life. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back. Ten minutes past ten. Saturday HQ. Where's the morning go? Honestly came on air three minutes ago and we're... Um we're up to about 10 past 10. Horses on their way to the track. It's, uh, there's plenty happening around the place today. Steve's fix, fixing my text line because I close it inadvertently every single time we get to this point in the morning. IT's not my go. Andrew Hurley, as I say, good morning to you on just a great day of racing all around the place. Hello, mate. Morning, mate. If you uh, didn't bounce out of bed this morning... Thanks, Steve. ...and you're not buzzing with excitement, <laughs> I'd suggest you need to check your pulse because this is just a fantastic day racing. Rose Hill, I mean, you know, back in the day, and, uh, yeah, I'm not getting political about any stretch of the imagination, Flemington, you know, was all about Flemington. Well, Flemington's obviously absolutely outstanding, but so is Rose Hill. The Golden Eagle's just an absolute crackerjack, but uh, a great support program. Cannot wait, I can tell you. Gee, business has been brisk. They've been at it since Wednesday afternoon. Uh, barrier draw sort of Tuesday night with the Golden Eagle, but Wednesday afternoon the whole whole card, and yeah, they, they're into it again this morning. Okay, uh, well, let's go trackside. Darren Flindell will be calling all the action on Golden Eagle Day. And Darren, as we say, good morning to you. On a, on a good four, looks a lovely day in Sydney. Can you set the scene trackside for our listeners? Yes, I've just uh, arrived a short time ago here, Richard, and they're well queued up outside the Might and Power Gate as well to, uh, to come in through the members' entrance. And we're in for a, a great day. The track looking in marvellous shape. It's first up for a month, and the rail back in the true position. But the the good four are going. I guess the good four going today. Now, uh, do we do we really focus on horses that are going to be close to the speed and up on the fence? We've got some big fields. The pace in a lot of these races is going to be very strong. I'll certainly be watching the highway with a great deal of interest just to make sure that those coming down the middle or the wider part of the track are able to make some ground. Uh, absolutely. And he's so interesting. He's done the form. He'll be on Sky One uh, all afternoon, keeping um, Andrew Martin company, I suppose. Brad Davison, as I say hello to you, uh, uh, Marto might be a little bit more relaxed today. Socrates isn't going around. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, morning, guys. Yeah, you're right. He's got, uh, what, two or three runners on every week uh, lately, <laughs> so he's been flying. But, uh, no, can't wait for today, guys. It's such a, a great day of racing, Derby Day, Golden Eagle Day. It's, it's going to be sensational. And a, 
a nice, pleasant surprise to wake up to a good four at Rose Hill. I thought we are going to be on a, a five, so obviously that track's in, improving all the time, and, um, yeah, it's going to be a terrific day. Can't wait for it. Get your texts in for the guys. Here's your chance. Any questions or queries about the day, if you want to back something, if you need a, a push for a horse, or the boys might put the, the negatives on, uh, 0419 767272. That's 0419 767272. Hurls will reveal our behind-the-gates horses soon. Uh, dividends, around $9. Yeah. So we'll, get, we'll get to it shortly, but uh, stay with us till about a quarter to 11 is mm-hmm. when we'll... Uh, let it go live and just remind our listeners, I suppose, how how to get on, the best way to do it. There we go to sports. Today's specials, and Mushka, it'll be there up the top at around 10.45. So, um, yeah, we say it every week, sports, today's offers. Today's offers, to be precise, and Mushka will be there. There's a stack of um, offers there. You should peruse those as it is because uh, we've got a stack of offers uh, in relation to top four, top two, uh, with plenty of races right throughout the afternoon. A number of texts uh, coming through to, to you know, Darren and, and Brad. You guys may have your your thoughts as well, just with the passing of Gwenda Markle and uh, a lot of lot of oh. tributes coming in on, on, on the text line, uh, Darren, regarding Gwenda, and uh, they're all nice comments because she was just a lovely, lovely lady and she'll be sadly missed. Yeah, yeah did she uh, do Kembla proud over the last uh, decade, some of her achievements and uh, such a popular identity in racing. I was uh, yeah, blown away, devastated to hear that news come through this morning, and obviously Cathy O'Hara I uh, was very, very close uh, with Gwenda and uh, Kathy obviously grieving today and won't be uh, won't be riding on the program, which, by the way, uh, Julia Pressets will take the ride now in the first. That news has only just come through a few minutes ago. Vicky's one, race one, number three. Julia Pressets replacing Kathy O'Hara, not riding today. And, Brad, when you uh, look at a, a, a Gwenda Mark will train horse in the form guide, you know they were always going to be fit and ready to rock and roll on race day. Yeah, that's extremely sad news, guys. Sorry, I, I didn't know about that. And, um, gee, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's just deflated me a little bit. Um, yeah, a wonderful lady and a wonderful trainer. And uh, I echo the, the thoughts there, Darren. Um, very, very sad loss. And I uh, feel for all those who, who knew Gwenda. And, um, yeah, thinking of everyone that, that knew her today. And, uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, Hurls, I, yeah, I, I went to Gwenda's stables any number of times, yeah. and uh, you, know, she, she, you, she, you sit down with her and, and, and Ross, and they just be on for a chat about everything under the sun, not not just horses. And I'll tell you one thing about Gwenda. You know, when you go to the supermarket, you might buy a, a carton of a dozen eggs, mm-hmm. and they're fine. The Gwenda Markle chooks and the Gwenda Markle eggs <laughs> yeah, right. were the best eggs. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, better you, than freshly hatched You'd eggs. go there to talk horses <laughs> with Gwenda, and as you left, you'd sort of half hope, she's going to she's gonna offer the eggs, isn't she? <laughs> Oh, the little things you remember, but yeah. she's uh, she, she's a beauty. Oh, that's just blown me away as well. I must say, I wasn't aware of that. But, uh, of course, you know, she won a couple of Group 1s with Grand Zulu and the BMW and Angel of Truth in the in the Derby. Very sad passing. So thoughts with all the friends and family. Okay, a few uh, texts uh, coming through here. Let's go to the Nature Strip Stakes yep. for a start. Race number seven on the day. Um, just a lazy $3 million up for grabs. Lost and running. I think it's been the favourite all the way through here. But what's, uh, what's the tab market looking? 
looking like now for race seven, the lost and running. No, it's not. Uh, the lost and running. <laughs> it might be. Well, it, won't be next, time. it won't be next year, but it might be the That's following, right. following so, year. So it's yeah. named after, this race is named after that year's uh, Everest winner. It's the, the previous year's. It's the the nature so it'll be Giga Kick next Giga year. Kick. All yeah. right. All right. We'll clarify that. Yeah. All right. Lost and running is the favourite. 230 to 240. Marzu 420. No change today. Six to six fifty private eye. Eduardo eight to seven fifty. Tongue tie goes off. Eleven dollars mask crusader. We own a smart one. Eighteen to nineteen. Went up as much as twenty-six on Wednesday afternoon. Kemantari thirty-four to twenty-three. It'll be shorter on the tote. Uh, rocketing by a thirty-one to twenty-six. Thirty-four brutality. Colding seventy-one. And Riadini is a hundred and one dollars. All right, so that's a look at the market. As far as investment is concerned today. I can tell you that uh, we've got Lost and Running holding clearly the most amount of money today, and then we go to Private Eye, which is always uh, a very popular horse. Uh, Kementari, yeah, even on the fixed, has, uh, has met with support, but 240, gee, pretty short. So a few questions here, uh, gents. Let's go through go through the ones relating to this race. Um, Dave from West Hoxton says, "Good morning, guys." Eduardo, a forgive run in the Everest. Pay to follow today. Um, that's one question. Uh, the next one. Uh, is no one is talking about private eye. I'm still recovering from that close <laughs> Everest run. And hey, fellas, don't really understand why no one's talking about Marzu too much. Finished just behind, lost and running two back. Then made his run with Giga Kick in the Everest and was right there as well. Surely wins. Surely just wins from Barrier One. Thoughts, uh, JH Dragon. So I might, um, might come to you. Sorry, Hills, did you have a comment? Uh, I've always got a comment. <laughs> like, I thought you were gearing up for something. Yeah, no, I am, but we'll let the text be answered first. Um, I suppose, yeah, Darren, the race in a nutshell, and I'm sure you can cover off on, on those horses that people like to know about. Well, in regards to Marzu, uh, firstly, I'm definitely talking about him. I've made him the on-top pick here today. I just think Barrier 1, he's going to get a lovely run into it all of the way. Uh, his run on the Everest was terrific, closing in hard, as opposed to where he's had to come from back in the field and go around them here. I think he'll just get every favour up on the fence. Now, typically these meetings at Rose Hill, where we're on the, on the good going, you want to be you know, somewhere near the speed and somewhere uh, near the rail. So I think Marzu certainly ticks that box. In regards to Eduardo, it really looks like he's going to get a soft lead uh, today. I'm, I'm not sure uh, if there's anything capable of, of going forward to push him at all. I'm sure Riadini would be happy to take the sit behind and yeah, Eduardo is just going to get such a soft lead so he may well bounce back uh, here today. Private, I'm very worried about the draw because I think overall the pace won't be that strong so uh, i I've sort of not focused so much there on private eye. I still thought from where he was when he made his run into the Everest there, I really thought he was the winner. And the moment I was looking to call him the winner, in the one sentence I had to get Giga Kick's name out. I couldn't believe how quickly Giga Kick flew up on the outside. But, um, yeah, I've gone with Marzu on top of Lost and Running. But I have to say I was a little bit... I wasn't sure what to make of that trial with Lost and Running. I know it was only a minor skin infection that ruled him out of the Everest. And I watched his trial here last Friday week behind Saturn Star. And I'm trying to work out, has Saturn Star gone enormous? Because uh, it's going to run a short price favourite at Brownwick on Tuesday, Saturn Star. Lost and Running was just asked to do a little bit and he closed on quite well. I don't know, the, the trial just didn't fill me with a whole lot of confidence for one that's been backed off the map today. 
Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's you know, a fascinating race. Uh, Brad, how, how are you seeing the, the nature strip and those horses that have been mentioned? Yeah, just on that, first of all, lost and running trial, I had the same sort of thought with Darren, and then I had a look at the sectionals of the trial, and the last 600 or last 400 was about six or seven lengths above, so I'm a bit forgiving because what I think's happened in that trial is they've just jog-trotted to the 200 and then and then really sprinted that last little bit, so he just had to sprint off a dime, and he hasn't been able to do that. Same as Buenos Noches was in the same trial, and he trialed just as just the same, so I think I want to be a little bit forgiving just simply because I think it was just an absolute crawl and then, you know, just try to sprint that last little bit. So um, I think it's okay, but look, I think he's clearly the one to beat, um, but it's never ideal having a little setback and missing a run, but, you know, he's not going to miss work, of course, and looking at him in the yard second up, I thought he was going to peak fourth up, so he's had that extra, what, four weeks now um, he's clearly the horse to beat, there's no doubt about it, and 1300 metres drive track they're all big positives. Marzu look, I, I think the Everest was a funny race this year in that the, the leaders overdid it, so they couldn't win, then the second phase coming through, the private eyes got there too soon, so they were vulnerable so it meant that those out the back, the Giga Kicks, the Marzus, even though he was wide they just had to be in the finish because there was nothing left. The others had all spent their penny. So I think the Giga Kicks, I think the Marzu runs, I think they'll be overplayed a little bit. And I think the, the dry tracks also are negative for Marzu too. So for me, I've got to be a little bit against him. Private Eye, again, I've got to be a little bit against him. I just don't think it's his race with that wide draw, Rose Hill track. It, it's just not the same setup as the other day with a, with a brutally run race, soft race. Um, look, I did notice Joe Pride said during the race that they want to try and get in somewhere. If they get in somewhere, it feel a different story. But if he's back last, uh, leave me out of him. And Eduardo, I think he's the bet in the race for sure. If, if there's any hit of on-pace bias, he has to be the bet in the race here. He won this race last year. He completely forgiven the Everest. I think he pulled up lame and they just went way too hard. His run prior to that was a shade disappointing, but first up was great. He was ready to peak up in the Everest and they just simply overdid it on speed. So loose lead favourite track at Rose Hill where he's won four from five. He's sitting there at $7.50 for a horse that beat Lost and Running in this race last year. You're sure it was a little bit biased assisted that day and sure Lost and Running's going that little bit better. But for me, if there's any hint of on pace bias, he's my, he's my bet for sure. But look, Lost and Running, the horse to beat, they're the only two I could entertain though. And just um, uh, the fat man asked the question um, can you ask the boys with Eduardo having a tongue tie on today? Did he get his tongue over the bit last start? Just just reconfirming stewards' notes from a couple of days ago. And if you're listening, Fat Man, um, the stewards said that they've permitted Joe Pride to rescind the gear change submitted for Eduardo, and that was being adding a tongue tie to the gear for today. And uh, approval was given on the basis that Mr Pride indicated that Eduardo had resented mm. the tongue tie when applied this morning. That probably being maybe Thursday that morning. Thursday, yep. so, so he'll now wear earmuffs pre-race only, a lugging bit in Saturday's race and the same gear he carried in the Everest. So uh, to answer your f uh, question, Fat Man, there'll be no tongue tie with Eduardo. He didn't like it when it was applied on Thursday and um, as per program from the Everest. For those who like Eduardo today, he's a great chance. Yeah. 2,000 at 2.40, just taken on Lost and Running. Now into 2.30, another 1,000 on it. I just want to make a comment to Brad and Darren, if I may, and then I'll um, sit down and uh, just do what I'm told. Private Eye, I get the map. However, if you look at the Stradbroke, he raced more forward than what was anticipated. The same thing happened in the Everest. 
And from where I sit, I just think he's the best horse in the race. No comment. Oh, look, I think he's come back a different horse. There's no doubt about it. But it's all about setup. And today, I just don't know if he's got that setup. But I think he's, you know, like, yeah, if they get in, sure, he's got a great chance. Uh, there's no doubt he's going better. I, I, uh, I think he's come back the, the real deal, this preparation. Um, but for me, I, I just don't know where he gets to. And, you know, uh, yeah, I've just got to be a little bit against him. But it wouldn't surprise me to see him win. But in terms of the best horse in the race... Um, I think Lost and Running is the, the best 1,300 metre horse in the country, potentially. 1,300, yeah. OK. Um, Willie Pike replaces Tommy Berry on quality time. Race 6, number 8, quality time. Willie Pike. Mm, that's a good pick-up. Tommy Berry unable to, to make the weight, and he is uh, the favourite, if or nigh on, if not the favourite for that race. Uh, race 4, question around race 4 here, Hurls. Uh, benchmark 78, 1,900 metres. Uh, hammer on still at the top of this market? Yeah, it is. 290 to $3. Got a few convictions, but it's uh, it's been pretty... Uh, pretty solid today uh, and throughout the week. Pink Ivory's four twenty to four dollars, back to four twenty. Ting Tong's four eighty out to six dollars. Pale King very solid at eight dollars, and just a Jedi trims in this morning fourteen dollars, and now into single figures at a nine dollar quote. In terms of dollars held today, yeah, it's pretty much market order. Hammer on in front of Pink Ivory, Pale King. Yeah, there is support there dollar wise. Uh, question, pretty pretty straight question here, guys. Pale King improves on a good track? Question mark, Brad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, just sitting there at ten dollars yesterday, and I went, I've got to be on this horse. I think he's the gamble of the day. He just you look at his last two runs on dry ground at Caulfield, and they rate clear on top of this field, and he had no luck at all in both of them. Completely no luck. He should have probably gone close to winning them both. And I've got his ratings without adjusting them for that bad luck as is on top here. So I thought the, the price was fantastic. I still think the price is fantastic. He didn't handle the heavy 10 at all the other day. He's got an SP over Pink Ivory in that race. And uh, his first up run was terrific on an unsuitable track in, in Melbourne. I think third up, home track, dry track, 1,900. It all sets up if he's going to do something. It's today. I'm pretty keen on him. I think he's the value player of the day. And, uh, yeah, really happy to be with him there. I've I just think, you know, your likes of Hammer-Ons and those, they're going to be there, but he's been beaten a few times at short odds and he hits that flat spot in his races. So, yeah, he'll finish top three, but for me, I'm just a little bit wary about him um, at that short price. What are you saying? Darren, race four. Uh, yeah, Pale King, uh, I put in the numbers, I made him fourth pick. I have to say I didn't have a whole lot of confidence about this race. And when I first looked at it and saw Hammer on his favourite, I was looking at uh, every other scenario that I wanted to play around it. But at the end of the day, I just keep coming back to the fact it's drawn barrier one, it's probably going to get the run of the race, main stage, will probably go forward and lead. And I thought Hammer on would sit right behind it. So I've come back to him. I'm a big fan of Pink Ivory and I'm not worried about the last run there, the last... 150 metres or so, she just uh, could not pick her legs up, but I love the way she sabbaged the line over 1,800 metres here uh, prior to that. I think uh, everybody will be giving a bit of a cheer for Main Stage, who goes around in Gwenda Markwell's name. She's got two runners on the card today, Main Stage, and also in the uh, the Four Pillars later on with Burning Need, number 17, and Frankie Dottori rides Burning Need in the midway, and here we uh, Rachel King aboard the Main Stage, and if it's a very uh, on-pace track. Main stage might give it a, a real good shake up there, but yeah, it wasn't uh, one of the races I wanted to, pl- wanted to play too confidently in, but I won 5, 10, 6 and 12. Okay, let's uh, uh, micro-grab a market. Uh, well, a question there 
Blake Shin must be suspended today. I sort of haven't kept Yeah, I think he copped a, copped a holiday yeah. last week. Mm. Question there, just, you know, why, why Blake's um, not riding today suspended. He's, you know, got the book there for Tuesday yeah. of rides, yeah, so yeah, yeah, he'll be there for a cup day, but not there today. And, uh, yeah, J-Mac been a, a great formula for success of late. If we can go to uh, race number three hurls, please, a market for a benchmark 78 at the 1,500 metres. What's happening with Waterford? Absolutely off the charts, best back runner all day. $1.90 into $1.75. Look what the cuts dragged in. Uh, $1.90 went up Someone's early. Someone's just up on us, I reckon. Here comes Brad. Make yourself comfy. Uh, we took about 9900 nine $9,900 at $1.80 on Waterford seven minutes ago. This is off the charts. It's into $1.75. No surprise. Everything else has drifted in the race, although Rangitoa is sort of holding its spot at around $5. But, uh, yeah, Waterford, uh, best back runner on the card all day. Stephen from Panania asks, so we any chance of seeing black figures about... Uh, Waterford, Darren, I might come to you first as um, as Brad gets himself organised. Although when Brad gets himself organised, there's only one way to find out is when he does speak. But I'll come to you first, Darren. <laughs> uh, what will we get? Black figures about Waterford? That's the question, isn't? Um, not sure because I'm not sure who they'll want to be uh, backing in the race. I think Waterford comes back to his right track, his right distance. I found him uh, pretty hard to oppose, although at Rangitoa's trial, um, he sort of very much needed that hit-out trial. I wasn't sure what to expect out of him. I love the way that Miss Madison's been going, but it is midweek form at Warwick Farm, so I found it impossible to tip against Waterford today. Hello, mate. Hello, guys. Yep, made it into the into the studio. Um, look, uh, I agree. It's hard to tip against him. It just sort of falls into his lap, this race, but... It's hard for me to take the short odds because I've always pegged him as a little bit overrated. Um, and that's simply because I think everyone sees this horse come out and they see him just storm home and win and everyone goes, wow, this thing's the next best thing since sliced bread. And he's a good-looking animal. Uh, yeah, Looks exactly. The part. But he's beaten absolutely nothing. There's, there's no doubt about that. You go back to a couple of starts ago and, and Dez hit the form out of that race has been shocking. But he wasn't suited back to 1,300 the other day. He ran on well late. And the key here is just... There's, there's really no depth to the race. There's there's nothing there that, you know, I think Rangi Toa was a little bit overplayed last preparation. Miss Madison's coming off a couple of home track wins, now back in back in trip on a, on a dry deck. So, you know, there's just, when you, you kind of pull it apart, it kind of la- falls in his lap. But, um, you know, there's a couple of horses here that on their day, they're, they're very inconsistent, but um, they would be real chances of, of, of knocking him off. But uh, whether they turn up and, and do that, you know, Global Osbrook was outstanding the other day, but more, more so talking about Maurice as my dad. He's a pretty good horse on his day, but there's two of him. So um, I can't take the shorts, but, yeah, I, I think he's terribly hard to beat. Can we bounce to race 10, Hills? I know we jump around the place. No, that's all right, mate. But a little question uh, around race number 10, which is a a pretty competitive race to finish. Benchmark 78, it's pretty strong. Uh, Democracy Manifest, Darren, 380 to 360. I am lethal, very... Mm. 440 to 370. I've missed the price there. Uh, 440 to 480. Stromboli Catelli is a seven dollar chance. Opened at 750 this morning. Peaked at eight. Aberration uh, 750 to nine. And Spiranak Gate One uh, ten dollars to eleven dollars. Let's a look at the fluctuations as far as dollars held today. Yeah, I am lethal. Just stepped into this. Mm. Uh, so. 
questions here on the text line. Don't forget, still plenty of time, 0419 So well, not that much time, only about 15 minutes to go. Uh, thoughts on Spiranak in the last. 1,300 should be perfect. And also... Jackson says, morning, gents. Just a question for the last at Rose Hill. Are we all finishing with a succulent Chinese meal in the last? <laughs> Who wants to go oh, first here? Darren. Uh, Darren. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, have the shirt on? Pers- no, no, not today. It's still in the wash. A time suit today. <laughs> um, I'm very keen on I Am Lethal here in the last. I'm filthy. I've, uh, I didn't bet early on this. That, that price has gone off savagely. That, 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 it, we'll it, was it was 4.40 half an hour ago. Right. I, I was writing down $6 late yesterday afternoon, so this has been a, a real big go. Um, I, I really think it can win. I am lethal, drawn close to the inside. Terrific run at Eagle Farm last time, basically ridden upside down when resuming over the 1,200 metres. I'm just sort of playing a lot of horses, getting the, the run up the fence there today, so I am lethal on top. I think Spiranak will go well, to answer that uh, question earlier. She really seems to go well on the on the quicker tracks, and I she got a long way back in the Kosciuszko, which was no surprise, but her first up run here was enormous over 1,100 metres. So sitting up in barrier one, I'll be watching for a big finish from her. I think Coteal, uh, since they've chosen this option as opposed to the Golden Cup, is certainly a chance. And Democracy Manifest as well was set a task last time at Warwick Farm. And the way he let down when resuming on the good four, I suspect he might be a better horse on these firmer tracks as well. So they were my top four, but I've made I Am Lethal my best bet here today. Gets the dry, cra- uh, dry track, doesn't he, Brad? Yeah, he does. He meets a little interesting range. I mean, he got the dry track in Brisbane the other day uh, and just wasn't suited by the wide draw. They had to get too far back. But probably could have finished off a little bit better. But saying that, um, he does set up well. I-, I thought it was a good little race, though. I-, I landed on Democracy Manifest just simply off the forgive last time out, tempo and pattern against and a good first start win. But, um, look, I thought Coteal was a big improver got out of a Silver Eagle million-dollar race and looked like it was going to win at the 400 and just knocked up late back on inferior ground. All three wins at 1,300 runs well, but if they're backing Iron Lethal, Coteal's from the same stable, they might be getting a guide there. But I don't think it's stable money. I think it's the, the you know pros that want to back it at 9 o'clock, simply. Um, and uh, Iron Lethal's got a great chance. I, I totally agree. He can settle closer. He loves the dry track. There's a general, very general rule. John O'Shea's horses go better at Randwick than Rose Hill, but... Um, yeah, he sets up well to run very well. Spiranak, uh, I was on her the other day, a little bit disappointing, but I think the dry track's definitely a chance if they go hard up front. She can, she's probably the one outside of those three that can, that can run well. But yeah, I didn't think there was much between five, one and six to be honest. Uh, Hurls, we need to help a pundits club out here. They want to have a crack at a horse um, in race number nine. This is the Four Pillars Midway. $500,000 uh, up for grabs for the, the benchmark 68 and around that kind of great horse. We grab a, a, a market here so there's some very happy connections at the end of this race, would have thought. Yeah, Mah- Mahagoni is the favourite. $4 today, opened up at $4.40. Uh, we've got 26 to 31. I'll do this in market order as uh, matter of fact, Adios Steve, seven fifty to eight dollars. Second favourite, awesome lad, ten dollars to nine dollars. Excelidus, now it's twelve dollars into single figures at nine dollars and fifty cents today. Sabrenko, twelve and holding its spot, eleven to twelve for straight. Has been money for straight today. Uh, it's promised. Why wouldn't there be? No, oh, I just yeah. Uh, but there's been money for him. 
Brad. It's no surprise because on her, I like her. if she's oh, she's a good horse, well, just can't put it together. She just that's the problem. Can she hold a prep together? Her first up run was outstanding and wins this race. There's no doubt about it. Jay Spence a good gate. Yeah, second up, I know she was held up, but it was overplayed. She went badly, and then third up, they rode her forward and that didn't work out. So. Last two runs, you'd say no, but if she turns up at her best, she's top pick. So she's there somewhere for sure. The, the question, what I was asking, hi guys, my mate Spatch, good morning Spatch, Spatch. has backed Adios Steve in race nine for the Punters Club. Any chance, Adios Steve, in this ninth race? So I'll stay with you, Steve, Brad. is it? Steve, the, um, the Punters what, Club? Uh, Spatch. Yeah, what, who, who had the bet, Steve? That hey? spawns Who from? had the bet, Steve? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, Spatch had the bet. Or Steve Adi, Adios Steve. Adios, oh, Adios okay. Spatch. So Spatch had the bet? Spatch had the bet on Adios Steve. For the punters club. I, I believe okay. so. Okay, well, Spatch, to all your punters club members out there, I just need you to probably just lift the game a little bit there, Spatch, because, I mean... I'll leave the, Spatch alone. Well, he'll probably, come, he'll probably come out and win now and you can have the last laugh here. But, Spatch... You've got the pressure, and you're the punters club. You got, you know, you got the weight of everyone on your shoulders here, and you picked probably the hardest race going around. So that's all I'm saying. I'm saying it can win, but go, go take the two Never stand in the way of enthusiasm and just put the hands up in the uh, put the hands up in the pub, or go take a shorty somewhere and just put the hands up and say, "How good am I?" But look, saying that you could be the hero come this afternoon. He's a chance. I've got him in the mix. There's no doubt about it. He's a winning chance. But who are you tipping got, again? I tipped Mahagoni even with the big weight, but I thought. Um, Exilatus was a chance. I thought Stray was a great chance at odds if she turns up and shows her best too. But uh, Adios will be in 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 Quaddy, uh, or in, in at least in trifectas and whatnot. Race nine, Darren. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we've got to put plenty of numbers in the quaddy there. I tend to agree with you, Brad. Boy, when you're having a, a putters club bet, I'd sort of find an easier assignment than a 20-horse field. <laughs> I benchmark 68 runners. Um, anyhow, uh, yeah, Adios Steve's one of the hopes. I've gone with with Sabrenko. I thought had a bit of bad luck uh, in some of the the lead-up races, and then went to Canberra, and things finally panned out for it. And it won very comfortably their last time out on the heavy eight. Although I, I suspect she didn't really enjoy that heavy eight. She was just too good for them there in that company. So from the draw, I'm going to take a chance with her each way, uh, Sabrenko. Uh, Ma Hagoni, originally I balked at the 64 kilos, but then when you do look at the weight scale, it's, uh, well, the bottom weight's 56 here. And Hugh Bowman did get Zushak home recently at Warwick Farm carrying 64. So he might be able to do that for the second time this month. Uh, Mahagani on present form is uh, a huge chance. I think Exceladus has got to be respected and uh, and Oakfield Arrow will be right up on, on the speed for the informer printer Sack Lloyd. Yeah, in regards to Stray, I'll, I'll probably... I'll probably throw her in the quaddy just in case because I know she's capable. She could she could pluck one out, but she's becoming very costly. One win in 14 starts. Terrible luck for connections as well with KOB there. Um, yeah. Sam, Kevin are in the team. He, he looks like a really good horse, and I'm sure they'll have a lot of fun with him going forward. But they're never ideal when you're the favourite for a $500,000 race. And you, you know, can't get there. I'm, I'm not sure what the, the issue was, but... Um, yeah, I hope the horse is all good and yeah, onwards and upwards. A little temp or something. Yeah, I think so. it was a little temperature or something like that. So um, bad luck to all involved there. But, um, you know, the main thing is you've got a really good horse. You've got the form around stack of good horses. So you'll have a lot of fun with him going forward. Um, before we go to another race, quick uh, comment here from uh, Crackers in Albury. Good morning, Crackers. Morning, boys. Happy Saturday. Surely they're joking about colding in the nature strip. It's weaker class, second nut form. The great Frankie Dettori is riding, trained by Chris Waller. I know the odds say no, but uh, just a, a comment from you guys on colding. Oh, Frankie, and yeah, we should see how he goes today. I know a lot of punters have... <laughs> did, so, you, uh, 
No, not for me. And a lot of, but he's world class. You know, he's put in a couple of slaughters out in Australia. There's no doubt about that. But uh, there's no doubt about his world class. Nothing wrong with Spinning Hill that day. Did, nah. <laughs> Did you hear what Mum said on um, Thursday night? Not nice, Glenn. What, was it derogatory? <laughs> he said, "Is there going to be someone standing up the top of the turn to tell Frankie to turn right?" <laughs> Oh, honestly. Um, if you're listening, Frank, you just wander over to the hosting spot yeah, and have a, give it to him. have a crack at that fellow over there uh, reading the tab prices out. It's, it's an interesting point, though, Very with nasty. these international jockeys because there's no doubt they're world-class, but it's a bit like their horses when they come across. A lot of them take a while to adapt because it's a different style of racing. And, you know, Jamie Spencer's a very... Well, I'd say he's an, a negative rider in that he likes to ride things off the speed. Um, sometimes that doesn't suit Rose Hill and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see how they adapt today to, to Rose Hill and, and whether they can really, because there's no doubt that they're, they're, they're alongside the James McDonald's of the world mm. in their own jurisdictions and they've just got to come out here and do it. Same with William Buick down there in Flemington. But in terms of colding, uh, look, he gets his dry track. The, the best colding, yes, but he was beating 11 lengths the other day and I, I, I just can't see him turning it around. Can you make a case, Darren, at all? No, not at all. No, no colding for me. Interesting, uh, Frankie came out here yesterday morning for a look around Rose Hill. I think he went for a walk around the track and made the remark that the, the track's a lot bigger than it looks on TV. He's going to find that out firsthand, um, mm. isn't he, as he gets out there today. Uh, great to have Frankie and Jamie in town. And, of uh, course, Frankie riding on Tuesday as well. Get home yonkers, Frankie, in the yeah. Rose Hill Gold Cup. There you go. Did you hear the preview? Did you hear Charlie and Chris's preview? He was bullish, I like their previews. Yeah, you can read... Uh, I've never heard him yeah. so bullish about Waterford. It was like, Chris, for C. Waller to say something like sail on by, he's ready to just sail on by. But That's confident because he's normally quite reserved. But the Yonkers comment was good, wasn't it? Was it was good. Yeah, and he's... Uh, we'll go straight into the Rose Hill Gold yeah. Cup now. He is the... Nine fifty is probably about right, but they were thirteen, fourteen dollars this morning, and he's just the dry tracker here that's going to jump out of the ground for sure. Okay, not far off uh, the behind the gates multi gets going in around three minutes. But I tell you what, but before we get a market for the Rose Hill Gold Cup, I'll show our hands. Let's show our hands, Darren. Who, who you with in the multi today? Who's your horse? It'll all be resting my shoulders because <laughs> I'm waiting for the last. Uh, the six o'clock on I am lethal race ten number six. Couldn't see it missing the top four. Race eight, number 12, light infantry. Yeah, Brad. if we get to the last, I'm, I'm not worried because I think uh, I think the way the money's going and everything, I think we'll get home iron lethal. Maybe mine's a little worry because he he's a bit inconsistent, but pale king for me at the each way odds. I just think he's going to jump out of the ground today at Rose Hill home track, dry track. Big key. Hells. Private eye. Good on you, Hells. Where's he going to be? Loves him. He's got a poster of him at home. There's oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, does, yeah. Does Probably next to Maccabi Diva. He's my favourite horse. He's just just an out now winner. He'll run top four. Simple. He's, okay. a, he's just if a, not he's, win. He's just a good race horse. So that battle that, that, that battle open in a couple of minutes. Hurls. How do they? Um, what did you do? Uh, race eight number twelve light infantry. Did you just say that? Yes. Okay. What's the very quickly? Come on, yeah, give us your, give us your spiel. Me. Yep. Um, I saw him on Tuesday morning, and he walked around Canterbury like he owned the joint. Great right attitude. Did you say, Big walk, right did you say are you going to win? And then he nodded his head. Have you ever uh, done that with us? No, but, one of, but one, I'll tell you what, one of, the, one of the camera guys there shut his van door and Jamie Spencer did a good job to stay in the saddle. He jumped about a metre sideways. Oh, really? And Jamie, t- Jamie turned to the camera and said, I probably can't repeat it along the words of, are you right, mate? Anyway. So is the horse a bit of a hothead? No, I don't, I don't think he's a hothead. He's just, like, he was pretty He was pretty cool around the... I mean, getting to the races, Darren, lots of people, they, then we'll see. But certainly for Canterbury on Tuesday, I wouldn't say a hothead, but he's just um, maybe a little busy. 
sort of, you know, he, he walked around the yard there and he was all very attentive and looking around and it wasn't like he was sort of wandering around the yard like asleep, put it that way. Maybe a yard um, watch, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yard watch, but he's a good-looking animal. I mean, you'll wait to hear what, what Corey and, and Chantel and Ellie and, and the crew say, but he's... Um, I'm sure there'll be a few yeah. that'll probably want to go up and have a look at him in the tie-up stalls a few hours before the race and see yeah. how he's handling the occasion. I think he's short enough, I will say that. We'll get to the, uh, we'll get to the race shortly. Hurls, this is a good race, and a few questions around race six, Hurls. The Rose Hill Gold Cup, uh, 2,000 metres here racing for three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah, it is a good race, isn't Stockman an interesting runner here? But we'll go through the market, and Stockman's an $8.50 chance. Out from $7.50 today. It's a tune-up for what Tuesday going around the Melbourne Cup. Quality time, the favourite, very well back today. It's $3.50 to $2.80. Willie Pike now takes the ride. Honey Creeper, $5.50 to $6. Boys d'Argent, uh, $6 to $7.50. Apparently it's a, uh, a fragrance of some description. Yeah, something like that. $6.50, $8.50 Stockman. <laughs> <laughs> Yonkers, yeah, well, they've obviously listened because it's been uh, $18 Wednesday, 12 this morning, and now $9.50. And he's a shocker. Also, for Price and uh, Mick Kent there, uh, $14 into nine fifty. So there's been a bit of activity uh, on this race, but quality time is our favourite. Behind the gates, multi, Wooshka, open, getting quick because uh, the price is $9 today. Now, the true price is around about six fifty. so you're getting $2.50 extra. It, it, won't, it won't last all that. It will not last long, so I'll say it again. Sports today's offers, and it's the first one there. Uh, we didn't we didn't uh, spook last week, did we? We got last week. Oh yeah, yeah, of course we did. Yeah. Uh, Twenty five dollar max bet, is it? I think. Uh, correct. Yep. Um, okay. Questions from the listeners here, and again, you can give your overview on the race and talk about these horses. He's a shocker. My uses bring the right horse to Sydney again. Uh, is one question. Um, Baz from Wollongong thoughts on Honey Creeper in the Gold Cup drops four and a half kilos. I don't think. The extra trip will be a problem at all, says Baz. And where was that other one there um, uh, to do uh, a Star of India? Morning panel, Johnny says, morning panel, your thoughts on Star of India? Chances in the race today. So, Darren, you can fire away. Questions around Honey Creeper. He's a shocker. Star of India. This is a pretty good race. It certainly is. Uh, I'm going with quality time. Uh, this horse had done nothing but improve uh, with every run since uh, the day he loomed up on the Kenzo track and I thought he was going to go straight past Cognac and he didn't but uh, the format of that race surprisingly was very strong thereafter and uh, quality time hasn't looked back. I love the way he won here on the good four at Rose Hill on September 24 and he looked like a horse really on the way up so I think there's still more in the locker off his current rating of 90 and he just maps so well off the inside gate so I've got quality time on top. Honey Creeper, big respect for her. Terrific run in defeat there in the Yang Stakes. Uh, Jean must uh, respect the uh, the French horse here uh, with Marco Body bringing him over, the, the French gelding, so just on, on the profile there. And this is the race that they've chosen. I had to respect that. And Star of India I put in out of respect, but it's hard. To, I mean, we just we don't know, uh, do we? We're, we're just going on spec with reputation. But when these Europeans are coming here and targeting two thousand metres first up, you've always got to respect them because they're they're just they're just better than the Australian bred horses. Simple as that. Over these longer journeys, but I'm going with quality time. I think he's been a good import, and you'll get the run of the race. Yeah, I just. I mean, you're asked to take two dollars eighty about a horse that you take two dollars seventy about in a 
benchmark 72 at Canterbury midweek three starts ago and he started dollar what dollar 30 in a Port Macquarie Cup and won by length the stable haven't ruled out next Tuesday um, for quality time well, he's in the uh, the big dance isn't he is he yeah, I mean, he's, he's I mean, there's today for a start. Gee, I didn't realise he's that short now. My yeah, goodness, two dollars yeah. eighty. Just wow. saying, yeah, but look, yeah. they're happy to back him. So this morning, so that's a you know that's a sign that a lot of smart people want to back him. But yeah, I, that was my knock the price. I mean, I marked him around five dollars to be honest. I, I just thought. Um, you know, if oh, I, think, that, I think I'll dangle the current. I can't see yeah. it. At the very least, that price has bottomed down, I would think. It's a good think. form in this race. Well, that's it. I mean, he's only coming off a Port Macquarie Cup. And, and I'm not here to knock him. Our candidates won since. I mean, Olympic Theatre would be 100s in this race. Um, you know, and it, it's been beaten a length behind it. So, And it's not like he carried the grandstand there. He carried 56 versus Olympic Theatre 54. So for me, he's, he's like on top ratings at $5, but... For me, I've got to take him on at the short odds. I think it's a race where Yonkers can run really well. He's just been crying out for a dry track. He gets that today. And I think I marked him around $10, $9. That's where he is now. So he was a small bet for me this morning. Um, Star of India is an interesting runner. I'm not going to pretend to be an international expert, but I talked to a few people who are. And they think it's a really lightly raced horse that's pretty smart. And one of the words that I got was, if you see a change of tactics for this horse to go forward... um, that would improve his chances. I just feel like he'd, he would really appreciate and, and respond off that. He started $17 in an Epsom derby. So uh, respecting him, respecting Bois d'Argent, and uh, too much to bear is the other roughie for me. He's got some great figures for this race. And, gee, you go through the ride uh, a few starts ago in the in the Premier's Cup, and how he, how he ended out three wide there has got me beat. But uh, it was one of the runs of the race. It was just a bad ride. So um, he can he can definitely turn it around as well with 52 on his back. So there's too many way, there's too many places to turn here to take the shorts for me. Uh, Honey Creeper, I think she needs a wet track, and, and she's going to get a long way back. That's the query. But she can win. She's flying. But um, for me, Yonkers and, and too much to bear, the little specks out wide. Let's, um, let's go to the, the Golden Eagle. Uh, shall we, Hurls? Uh, big race on the day. Race number eight, $10 million up for grabs. Can you give us the latest market? And, of course, there are a few questions around the place about uh, this race. This has been uh, white-hot betting since the barrier draw. Now, light infantry, gee, we've got some changes here. It went up $6 at the barrier draw, or pre-barrier draw, I beg your pardon. It's been three eighty into three fifty today. Chain of Lightning have stepped into it. $11 on opening. $6 today. Peaked at six fifty back to 6 In the Congo, 15 into $10. Now, I wish I wins made soft. It's one of the few that have been soft. I wish I win. Opened up at $6 on Tuesday night. $11 now. Peaked at 13 back to 11 today. Gypsy Goddess is the one they've come in for today. 14 to 12 Hinged, $13. Fangirl, soft, 15 to 18 18 to 19 Mr. Mozart. It's drifted all week as well. Valana, 19 to 21 23 to 21 for Wellwell. So, as I said, the activity on this race has been extraordinary and, you know, worthy of the quality of the race it is. Now, in terms of dollars held, because this will tell uh, a bit of a story as well, because you've obviously got market opinion and cash. Today, it is Chain of Lightning in front of light, um, in front of light Infantry. Then uh, we've got Chain of Lightning, then Light of Infantry. I'll get down in a minute. Uh, light Infantry and Gypsy Goddess. I mentioned that firm, and that is off the back of money. 
Okay, um, Adrian says, morning fellas, declaring light infantry in the Golden Eagle today. Thoughts, hoping Davo is with me, with me and Michelle from Dubbo. She's liking World Wall each way and Cardinal Gem each way. I'm a gypsy, I'm sort of a bit of a gypsy goddess fan as well, I must say. And Brad, I'll, I'll let you go first with a terrific race. Yeah, I'm just glad Cardinal Gem's in the race. Um, I won't uh, talk too much about that, but um, I'm very glad he's in the race. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, a fantastic race and I suppose with the favourite, you're either he's too good for them or your internationals have done very little in this race in the past. Rose Hill first time. Is he a little bit overplayed with Ross that might get back a little bit? So you're either in either camp. I'm, I'm on the fence, which I don't do often, but I'm sort of $4 on top, but not really sure what to do with him, to be honest. I mean, he's, he's ran second to Inspiral, who's the best filly over a mile in Europe, I'm told. Um, and the third horse that day has come out and beaten a genuine Group 1 mudlark at the ARC meeting. So the form around him's great. There's no doubt about that. He did run second in a Group 1 two starts ago, though, that Laws of Indices won, come out and started 30s in a, in a Golden Eagle last year and ran well, but never, ever, ever going to win the race. Mm. So you can look both ways with him. Um, I've got him on top, but I can't take the shorts personally because I, I just there's a few queries there. Uh, I think you'll get better odds late. I think 15 Fangirls, the one, if they're, if they're sweeping wide, but Rose Hill sweeping wide, they generally don't do on a dry deck. So just monitor that. I agree with one of the, the listeners that Well Wall's a great chance, trialling well. And you look at his form, it's it's terrific. I mean, he's beaten Verdini at a mile. That horse has run second in an arc, if you don't mind. And um, he's beaten a, another horse that's come out and run second in an Irish champion stakes, that being um, Ernesto back in October last year at Deauville. So he's got some serious form lines there and... I think the stable are pretty bullish about his chances, or bullish enough. And I thought he's going to start single figures the way it was going early this week, and then it's just completely flipped. So, um, well, all a chance. Uh, I think out wide. I think um, uh, the the best back runners I've played personally. Um, Chain of Lightning beaten absolutely nothing for mine, and I do concede. But I think the fifteen hundred's a risk, and you know you got to go back two starts ago. Couldn't beat home lavish girl. It'd be. 150s in this race. I know it was disappointing and had the SP, but beat Palaipan the other day. It's, it's not It's not this level of form for me. It's a little concern there. Can win, but not for me. And Gypsy Goddess, I can understand that. It's the fresh one. Blinkers on, big speed, launching late. So can definitely entertain it too. But look, light infantry, uh, good race. Really good, strong race this. Um, but tough to assess all those different angles. Good on you, Brad. Uh, behind the gates, multi sold out. Thanks for all those who played. and Over 1,100 customers. Is that uh, right? Good yeah. luck to all, all those who got on the behind the gates, multi close. We'll do it again next weekend. Darren, it's a hell of a golden eagle. Oh, I, uh, I spent a long time before I could make a final decision here, and I'm still not satisfied. Uh, I wound up with Chain of Lightning because I think she'll get the best run into the race, so ultimately and get her chance to go up the inside. Uh, she's been a very consistent mare. Uh, from Light Infantry, I've sort of been swayed in with all the positive reports there, but I really want to have a very close look at Light Infantry when he gets here to the track and what his demeanour's like. Well, while is the interesting runner for me, 
uh, when I saw his first trial on the on the 10th of October behind Miss Hellfire, he went straight into my black book. I thought, oh, this is a nice, nice one. And then I looked at its French form. At that stage, I, I didn't realise it was uh, going to run in the Golden Eagle. So what I like, this is the only foreigner we've seen that's been here at the trials. And uh, he has since trialled and trialled nicely behind Saturn Star. I was given a real quiet one that, on that occasion, but it was the October 10 trial I really liked uh, from Well Bowl. So I give him a, a great chance in this. And, uh, and Fangirl, had she not drawn out near the old refinery, I would have toyed with putting her on top. Who knows, with Hugh, we might be able to just find a way, snag her across and get the rails run. Um, but Should be some effort to get the rails from the next suburb, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work out actually what goes on over there now. There's a new construction site. There's no <laughs> signs really to, uh, to say what they're building. But, um, yeah, as we say, drawn out the car park. Well, it's a long way from the actual car park here, but it's, that's where the old oil refinery used to be. Oh, I don't know. This is a very complicated race. I think everybody just has to uh, to find one they like, put your money on and hope for the best. Darren, before we let you get yourself organised, qu- a quick question on race five and very sharp answers from the both of you. Uh, Brad Delexo in race five. And, as all, and also comment on, like, you thought on Mars Mission briefly as well. Yeah, nice horse Delexo, but prefer him at 1,000, but was luckless first up last preparation. In the mix somewhere, Mars Mission, two-horse race between it and uh, the Mark Connors winning verse. Um, I've gone with him narrowly, but... He's a bit of a spruce horse, so today's D-Day. Darren? Yeah, they're the only three hopes. I think Delexo's got the great fresh record, good Gosford trial, winning verse, trialled really well before uh, her return and has trialled well since. I've got her on top and Mars Mission uh, with this very lightweight must be respected. And getting onto the drier ground as well, they dodged a lot of races on the heavy tracks uh, with Mars Mission and they opted to run that day and he ran okay. Uh, for mine, they're the only three hopes. Um, quick comment on rocketing by Stephen's big odds in the Nature Strip and probably... Entitled to be good odds again. Yeah, I think this is a much stronger race than the other day, and I, I think he, he needs everything to go right. He had that the other day, so not for me. Any comment there, rocketing by, Darren? Uh, maybe into a place running on yeah. late, but uh, I just think Eduardo takes complete control of this. Okay. Uh, Darren, can you give us, uh, before we let you go and get organised, your best value, and, and what are your thoughts for the gardens today, please, Darren? Yeah, so the value, will, sorry, the best bet's going to be in the last. I am lethal, race 10, number 6. Uh, value will be Sabrenko in the, in the mid way. Uh, around the $16 mark. Sabranco, number eight there. Uh, the Quaddy, uh, race seven, the Nature Strip. One Eduardo, three Marzu, seven lost and running, one three seven. Uh, race eight, uh, the Golden Eagle. I'll probably even meet, need more than the five I wrote down here, but 12 light infantry, 13 well wall, actually 14 hinged in there, 15 fangirl and a 16 chain of lightning. Uh, the ninth, one Mahagoni, eight Sabrenko and nine Excelidus, one eight nine, and I've got to back myself by just going one out in the last with Iron Lethal to keep the expenses down. Good calling, Darren. Great to chat Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in and uh, uh, we'll catch up during the week. Yeah, what a what a day. Yeah. It's a, yeah, golden day, isn't it, with the racing here in Sydney and uh, and Flemington today. Can't wait. Outstanding. Thank you, Darren. Great to have Darren Flindell with us on a Saturday morning. Uh, Brad, best value and quality numbers, please. Yeah, look, I think the the value for me today is race four, Pale King. Um, that's the way I played it. I didn't really want to stand out a best because I think Lost and Running's hard to beat, but I actually want to back Eduardo to beat him if uh, if it's a little bit on pace. So that's the way I'll play it today. Um, 
I've also backed a couple in the first race, King Gutho and, and number 17, Gold Card, who I think will run very well at double figures. So we'll go with that. Joey Cleary had him on this morning. Uh, what's your best in Melbourne today? Uh, because there's a question here yes. about Crosshaven in race five, and he... Uh, Dobster asked about Crosshaven in race number five. Yeah, sneaky chance for yep. sure. Yeah, I've gone with the um, New Zealander in the in the Empire Rose. Mm. I think she's pretty Black smart. Creek. Yeah, I mean, absolutely like, off the charts. Yeah, I mean, since we opened the market, if she runs up to last start. <coughs> um, it's it's a good night, but that's the key. Can she run up to last start? Everyone prior to that wasn't at that level, but um, yeah, she's she's the one. Uh, I think I just want a little bit better than two twenty five, but we might get a lay. Will we, Hills? Do you think they'll just risk it a little? Mm-hmm. Yeah, market two thirty, so it can't be too. Well, it's two twenty five now, two thirty this morning, but um, yeah. it, it's been as I said. From the opening whistle, as soon as we open that market on Wednesday afternoon, Wooshka, they were getting yeah. stuck in. Well, I know if you want to pot the New Zealand form lines, and, and fair enough, but she did beat a horse by, what, four lengths last time. He's come out and won a group one by five lengths since, so it's not bad. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Sky Have a great day. Keep it no awesome wait busy. for it. Favourite yeah. day of the year. Unreal. Thank you. Uh, Brad Davidson, Darren from Dell. Thank you, guys. Just a quick um, answer there to Gordon, who says, I asked a question about incentivise earlier. How about an answer? I gave an answer, Gordon. You might have walked away from the radio, but I'll give it again. Uh, Peter Lawrence, part owner, told me he is going great and will be back for the autumn for sure. Probably was a bit overcautious through the spring. So that's fine with incentivise. And um, hopefully you're listening there, Gordon. He's going great and he's back for the order for sure. Hurls. All right. uh, Races one and two at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm today. If your horse loses, simple as that, you've got a bonus bet back up to $50. So that's six races there. You get a free shot at the stump. Now, where do I start um, here as far as uh, other markets are concerned? We'll go with the Jockey's Challenge. Uh, Huey Bowman's at $2.20. Tommy Berry at $4.650. Any other jockey option. Jamie Carr at $7, Rachel King, 19 15 Brent Navdulla, Timmy Clark at 19 and Zach Lloyd at 23 The Behind the Gates multi has gone, but uh, look, there's plenty of specials still available. Go to sports and today's offers. Uh, now, I'll just <clears throat> rattle off a couple here. Uh, Lost and Running and Chain of Light, both to run top four. You're getting $3. Uh, In Secret and Sharp and Smart to run top four down at Flemington. Uh, you're getting $3.50 as well. So there's a stack of markets available. Uh, there. Now, I'll just mention a couple of other things before I go, Rich. Uh, if you want a recap of all of our uh, tipsters tips for the day, go to Sky Racing and on the left-hand side, you've got Menu and you've got Sky Expert Tips. So it covers pretty much every single meeting across the country. The one person's tips that aren't there are Dean Lester's and we know he's got a huge following. However, if you go to your tab app or on the website and you select uh, the race, any race there at Flemington, you'll see an icon that says Preview and Dean Lester gives his thoughts on each of the races. And I noticed in race number one, his value bet of the day there is Liberty Steps. It's currently $16. Head to tab for all those details. Enjoy your racing. It's going to be a fantastic day. Can't wait. Thanks, Hells. See you during the week. week. Right, yeah, there is uh, Andrew Hurley, all those latest tab markets. A couple of change of tactics coming through, or changes of tactics. Race four, number five, Hammeron, to be ridden further forward. Race two, number eight, ten bells, to be ridden further forward with the option to lead. And race nine, number 21, Le Maire, to settle further forward from an inside barrier. Short break here, three minutes past 11. Paul Ambrosoli and the Debordley quiz not far off. 
This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And Phil Buzz Rothfield. And legends like the King Wally Lewis. Yeah, good morning. Great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Legend Anthony Chock Mundine. Hey, good morning, boys. Andrew Eddickhausen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in state of origin. I think you can obviously understand that. And you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings from 7 till 10 on Sky Sports Radio. There's a new place to get it all on tap this spring. And it's in your pocket. The new Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For sport and racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. Be trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screens and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It's packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports research into the treatment, prevention and cure of breast cancer. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths, participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary, the diary that saves lives. Buy one for yourself and the special women in your life. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Just a question there from Willie with the changes to the Golden Eagle making it harder to qualify. Do we get refunded for bets that have been placed previously on horses that did not make it? Willie, I believe in the pre-noms market, if you bet in the pre-noms market, you uh, are refunded there if your horse doesn't appear, but if it's in the all-in market, uh, there is no refund there. So um, pre-noms, yes, a refund, but all-in, I believe, no. Willie, hopefully that um, answers the question. And thank you to Gordon. Yep, uh, got to stay with us uh, here, Gordon, and hopefully uh, you stick with incentivise right throughout the autumn if um, the good horse can make it back to the track. It's quiz time, six past 11, running a bit late for Paul Ambrosoli. Paul, good morning. Good morning. I thought I was getting into the Midnight to Dawn program, actually. <laughs> I was just starting to worry. <laughs> no need to worry, Paul. What a day of racing, eh? On Golden Eagle Day. Everybody's uh, up and running and all happy about the Golden Eagle Day. It's great day's racing, isn't it? It's pretty good. Um, and that's fair enough. Then all we're trying to do is back a winner. I was trying to back a winner last night. And uh, I start to think this morning, which is sort of unusual for me in the morning, but I start to think that I thought, well, the two fastest running animals on the on the earth are the cheetah and the greyhound, basically. They're among the best. The, the cheetah goes at about 60 miles an hour. The greyhound goes at about 40 miles an hour. And I think the greyhounds I back last night were just cheating a little bit along the way. They weren't going fast enough, Richie. Um, which was unusual. <laughs> Not unusual. It wasn't. It was it's usual, but you know, it was just a case of I wish they'd have gone a bit faster. Uh, and that brings us to today's question, talking about faster and speed. 
If the cheetah is at 60 and the greyhound's 40, and this is the golden eagle day, a golden eagle soars at about 50 kilometres, OK, 50 k's. Here's the question. When the golden eagle is what they call stooping or diving, and you've got a range in between here, what speed does it travel at? What's the fastest speed that the golden eagle, and that's what we're talking about today, what is the fastest speed the golden eagle can dive at when it's chasing its prey? That stopped you all. You thought you were going to have a racing question, didn't it? <laughs> that one's with the centre. That's a different you know, question. Strange. I mean, it soars at about 50 k's. I'll give you a clue. It soars at about 50 k's. Wonder if, wonder if Sir David Attenborough is listening. He can text he could in. be. He could be, but does he bet? <laughs> <laughs> Sir David Frederick Attenborough. Yeah. And when he's in a fast glide which is what we're generally on when we're trying to get top odds, it's about 190 k. So that gives you a clue. When he is diving and he's chasing his prey, what speed does the Golden Eagle travel at? So if you're talking about Golden Eagle Day, there's a question that'll, uh, that'll round you up. Does it have uh, to be... Um, do we have to be right on the money here or...? Well, right on the money is there's a... And is, 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 this, is, this kilometer, is this kilometres per hour? Per kilometres per hour. That's the broad... So there, is a, there is a gap. Sort of the slowest, fastest and the fastest, fastest. You'll get that. Our listeners are smart. They're clever. You know, they really are. We have a winner already. I don't doubt that if somebody is sitting on a computer or someone who knows how to use one because I'm darn sure I don't. You've got one already, have you? Tell you what, if the, if uh, this uh, this golden eagle can can move, can it? And uh, John fr- John from Holt has answered John correctly. John from Holt in the ACT. Mm. Did we have a John from the Holt in the ACT? Which one recently? We did. Good on you. Um, the answer is very easy: two hundred and forty to three hundred and twenty kilometres an hour. When it is stooping, what they call stooping or diving. That's the speed that it travels at. So when you're watching the Golden Eagle today or listening to it, just think about it. 240 kilometres an hour to 320 kilometres an hour. When it tucks its legs back under its backside and edges its wings in, that's the speed that it goes at. Right? That's, oh, just, that's moving, isn't horses it? horses and the dogs, we back could only go one-tenth of that speed at 100 and multiplied by two or three at the right time, eh? That is just moving, isn't it? It is, but I, 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 I get, I just get mesmerised by the falcons. Uh, well, you talked, you talked to Gary Portelli about um, about the <laughs> pigeons that he races, and when you're up that when you're up that high, you've got the eagles and falcons, and uh, as quickly as the pigeons can go, and tipping those falcons and eagles go just a little quicker, unfortunately for some. Yeah, I, Gary's great if you get him on a pigeon. Yeah, isn't it amazing it. how many racing people race pigeons? It's incredible. Can't get racing at all out of your out of your butt. Well, John from the Holt, that's excellent. Look, enjoy a windy peak over the weekend because you've got a twin pack of windy peak on your way. You rank thirteen fifty three fifty three with the first list listener through, so you know you know the drill when you're trying to win this prize. Uh, enjoy a windy peak. Don't drink it fast. Drink it slow and just enjoy it along the way and put a bottle out on the table tomorrow if you're having friends over after the Golden Eagle Day and you're just having a luncheon, a slight luncheon, well, try the red or the white. I, I'm a Pinot Grigio fan of the Windy Peak range and I'm also a fan of the Shiraz. They're both very nice wines and they're value for money, which racing people always want, OK? 
Thank you, Richie. Good on you, Paul. I'll we'll get off before midnight comes along. We'll speak next Saturday. Catch you on the roundabout. Thank you. Good man, Paul Ambrosoli. Well done for uh, John from Holt, uh, who answers correctly uh, that Golden Eagle can get along, and I'll be doing the same uh, in that race at Rose Hill Gardens this afternoon. An amazing field comes together. Uh, I'm with light infantry. I think he's a bit skinny enough, but uh, anyway. So let's uh, let's uh, move on with our morning, and we still have an Adelaide preview to come. Uh, Timmy Timmy Ryan's not too far away. Brett Davis uh, with the best bets for Morpherville as well, and uh, we'll say very good morning to Peter Ellis for the Adelaide form. Good day, Pete. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. We're dealing with a good four there today. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, tracks in good nick. Uh, I think they're forecasting a bit of overcast and 19, so a bit of rain coming Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but good for today. It's a bit like Sydney. You've got good weather there, which is a which is a major plus for that big race. About time. <laughs> About time we've had a bit of a sun shining. Let's uh, yeah, ten races here. Let's uh, let's jump into these um, out of Morpherville today. And race one is a three-year-old benchmark, 68, 1200 meters. Number two, Clubell resumes here. One start, one win. Dollar eighty favourite. Number one, Kiki Express has had the run back. He's at three seventy, and Rockstar Megzi at six dollars. Clubell. Dollar eighty about right, Peter, in the first or not? Yeah, uh, too short for me, Richard. Uh, it was. That winner on debut, but only scraped home that day. He's won a couple of trials since. So with Kiki Express, this source contested a blue diamond when trained in Victoria. So the one run back, the one you mentioned, hit the line really strongly there behind Alpha Flight. So I'm happy to go with it. Uh, Clara Bell, the obvious danger, um, but too short. I think it'll probably drift in the, in the market. Um, third choice was uh, Rockstar Megzi. was a dominant win uh, two runs ago there in the parks. And... Last, uh, just got back and bumped, so when it was an on-paces track, so I'm happy to overlook the recent failure in a better race and declared was impressive winning as maiden, so it's a chance. So as you can see, tough race, one, two, five, three. Race two, the David Loy handicap, benchmark 68, 2,500 metres, number three, Dixie Whistler for the Richards Moyle Stable, 270 favourite, Exalted Ruth, tap number two at 3.30, and Halleross, number six, is at $5.50, $7 about Yesugwe, but uh, Dixie Whistler, number three, your favourite for race two? Yeah, I'm with her. I, I struggle with these races. She's been up a, a long time at racing really well. She just chased that fast speed last week and six over the 2,000, I think, back to a right trip in the, in the 2,500. So I've got her on topic. Sola Ruth, the danger. Queried the distance, but it was a winner in this grade three runs ago. Bella Ross was an improved effort there uh, over the 2,400, and uh, Yasugi, a former Victorian, went really quick in the lead last week, just got run in the last bit, so it can bounce off that and be hard to beat over the longer trip. I was uh, 3, 2, 6 and 5. Third race on the day is a maiden set weights, three-year-olds and upwards, 1,100 metres. Number 10, Zafasta, is a 3.30 favourite. Number 4, uh, Pontadera resumes, 3.50. Portation, number 5, busting a win one at 4.40. Then that's a $9 for a Clark and first starter in number seven, Artie Miss. Yes, yeah, the query. I'm with the favourites so fast. It looks its race. It's uh, had a couple of runs back from a break. Solid first up there behind Cleared Alethra out. Then last night, just got into trouble and battled on well, went third to Cold Case. So it's all portation, the danger. It's had the four runs, three seconds and a third, and the third was beating the whisker. So uh, he's very consistent. Um, Ponedra. 
first up here has been placed one or two. That was at Oak Bank back uh, in the middle of April. And Odie Miss, the one you mentioned, the first starter. It's uh, interesting to keep an eye on the betting. Did win a trial okay there at the bridge. So I was um, 10 5 four, seven. Race four is a Phillies and Mares uh, 64, 1,200 metres. The Thomas Farms handicap. Number one, Point Blaze, 260 favourite. Two, Wild Imagination, 330. And number three, Lovey May is at $7.50. All those all others in double figures for race four. And with the top, he's got four men better grades at the two runs back. My break, second up the other day, just got run there, but in for my Khalifa. That was 13 back in trip, certainly suits. Wild Imagination, collar late also, that when resuming there behind the stable, mate, somewhat fabulous. Lovey May was scratched in the valley last night. It's got a handy Victorian form. And Grandma Gale, backmarker, freshened up here, but we'll be charging home. I was uh, one, two, three, six. Race five at Morpherville today is a no metro win the last year, 1,100 metres. Number four managed the cycle's been going well. Hasn't won for a little while, though. $3.80 and the favourite. Disco Till Morn is tab number six at 4.40. Obi, number three, resumes today. In the market at 5.50, number two, Grand Host, going for back-to-back wins at $7.50 for race five. Yeah, Obi uh, had a decent form in Victoria, just couldn't win. He's been moved to Adelaide now, won a Palakaiba easily, and then last time uh, wasn't disgraced there at Bordertown. So I'm happy to go with him on his best form. Managed the cycle, the ones you mentioned, has been uh, placed for four of his past five, but he was posted wide on the time that he missed the place. Lord Berry's back in form, worked outside leader the other day. And Lakehurst, the big odds, looks really good value uh, here. Just chased that fast space wide the other day, so I had to tie behind pudding. So I'm uh, three, four, one, and five. Lake uh, Lakehurst, a twelve dollar chance in that race. Uh, race number six now is a benchmark seventy over the mile. Top of the market, an open market, four dollar twenty favourite number uh, number four Montepulciano. Number seven pudding is at four forty, and Riders Mischief number five at five fifty. So is Residue. So oh, five dollars the field here, Pete, for race six. Yeah, I'm pretty keen on Righteous Mischief. So the winner of Morpheville uh, last season. So had the two runs back, second up at Corfe. I just powered home there behind Real Sensation. That was on 1,000 Guineas Day. Uh, Corona Lads, uh, big chance of Fleming through the week and dropped the mics from well since. So that's pretty good form. Residue, uh, picked up Lake Grounders last two runs there from the break. Did run third in the Adelaide's Guineas over the mile. Moscow Red, she's rising 10, but she's never gone better. Place in the bridge last night. Montepulciano, a backmarker, but uh, was a winner over the course and distance of his most recent start. Five, I've made the best of the day. Five, eight, two and four. Race seven, first leg of the quaddy there at Morpherville is a benchmark 82, 1,100 metres. Uh, 11, Phil and I's 340. Eight, Keith Reading, 390. And then Legless Lady, tab number nine at 650. Yeah, I like Keith Reading. Just missed his past two in the park, so it certainly suited on the main track, but they're weighed after the claim, 53 kilos. Philonized, uh, it's always been a bit of a spruik horse. She's very quick. She's won three or seven. She's trial well, so expected a race well. Caledream did run second in the Lightning. Fighting second, first up uh, there behind uh, Chosen Blonde, drops five kilos and that will be a harder race. And uh, Spark Up had no luck in the slow lane the, uh, the other day, so it's certainly over the race. But I've gone um, eight, 
11, 7 and 5. Let's go to race 8, a benchmark 60 over the 1,200 metres. Jet Jitsu, number 4. Looks an emerging type maybe at $3.70. Knightstown, tab number 2, right there at $3.90. Fallow, being close lately. A toppy at five fifty, and then uh, Anjapin is an $8.50 chest. Not a whole lot here, Pete, between Jet Jitsu and Knightstown for race 8. Yeah, like Knightstown, Richard uh, did contest the Caulfield Guineas at Animo one, so he's probably gone a different, a different direction of Animo, but he was impressive winning two runs ago. That was back at the back end of July, and then first up, he was in the slow lane when eight, so just disregard that. I thought Jiu-Jitsu, the obvious danger, still trained in career best form, winning two of his last three, and a whisk of fruit on the other occasion. Fellow um, was a nice second behind Banyan Buddha, who's pranked that form winning last week, and then Jopin, dominant winner and a maiden. Going to work really hard there uh, in the race to putting one win third. So I've gone with the um, the two to beat four, one and five. Race nine, the feature, the John Letts Cup. Set weights and penalties, a listed race here over the 1,800 metres. Open market, 11, the map is a $4 favourite. Number one, sign of his jury is at five fifty. Number four, Omo at $7, $8, Morty, $9, Divine Diosa and Farouk at nine fifty, but the map going for back to back wins. Uh, so is sign of a jury, but the map a four dollar favourite for the feature. Yeah, probably can make a case for half a dozen, Richard. But I'm with sign of a jury. Uh, was a good effort and a strong race at Sand then and went and went and got the money there at Coleraine in the Cup. Morty uh, out to the eighteen hundred again was successful two three runs ago before a break. Two runs back have been very good. There was a fifty to one pop in the Murray Bridge Cup on six. I've beaten that far. Research been racing well in Vic. It's got a good record in SA and uh, Farouk. Had no luck in the Bridge Cup and uh, did run third in the CSAs uh, over the uh, over the sixteen hundred back in March. So it's certainly a hope as well. But I was one seven nine six no one seven yeah one seven six two nine scratch. Let's go to race ten, Pete. Race ten, Morphervilles today. Benchmark sixty eight thousand and fifty metres. Uh, Eleven Rodeo is a four dollar favourite. Chosen Blondes flying, looking for three on the trot. Is there at five fifty? Number five Magic Max six dollars. Eight dollars. Number two C Witness. Ocean Reward uh, an eight dollar fifty chance. Cool Magnum there at nine dollars. Some some inform horses come here in the last, Peter. Yeah, someone Magic Max. He just. Flew home, probably should have won two runs ago behind Sea Witness in last start again in a better race. Just got a long way back when fifth, so I'm happy to go each way. Emotion reward was a strong win first up at Maui. The horse had beat one, uh, was second in the valley last night. Performed well in Adelaide in the past. Chosen Blonde, the one you mentioned, she was two wins in 25. She won the last two, so she's now four in 27. And Rodeo is ultra consistent. So in the last, I was. Uh, Five, one, three, and eleven. Are we back to race five for your best there, Peter. Was yeah, race... I thought the best too, Richard. We race uh, race six, number five, rights as Richard, and race eight, number two, Knightstown. Uh, Morverville's good. Flemington and Rose Hill are outstanding. What have you uh, What have you found around the place away from yeah. home? Yeah, in Flemington and the big races, I uh, I've gone Jack and Owen the in the Kilmore stud. Mm. I know he's back. Uh, well, he ran well on the Rebus, of course, but he'd be hard to beat. He's going to get a fair way back. I'm going smart and sharp and smart. The horse you like last week, I'm going with it in the derby. Yeah. And the Kiwi Mayor Lark critique and the Empire Rose. And I'm hoping for, obviously, the light infantry is really good, second in that Jack there, which is a really good race over there. But I was ha- happy to go with I Wish I Win. It's, these runs have been really good uh, since coming over from New Zealand. It was just vetted before the start there when heavily backed on the Tirac and sort of wobble around the turn, so he's probably the, the value runner of the race. What are your uh, opinions on those races, oh, particularly... I- 
Oh, look, I, I think, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be uh, happy to stay with uh, Sharp and Smart in the, in the derby there. I, oh, look, I'm a massive in secret fan. Just don't know today. Got a little bit of a niggle with her, but she's she's damn good for sure. Oh, I'm, I'm with Light Infantry, Pete. I just... Um, Saw him on Tuesdays. Good-looking animal. She's nice. He's a nice horse. And, you know, some of these horses come here and they look a bit light. Uh, they've lost a bit of condition in the travel, whatever. But oh, he's just a nice horse, Pete, that light infantry. It's a good race, though. It's an amazing race. I, yeah. I, I, th- I, thought, I thought Gypsy Goddess could, uh, could run a big race. But anyway... Yeah, you can take half a dozen and miss the trifecta, that's for sure. And they, yeah. the barriers are certainly confused things a bit too, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, Volana's 20 bucks. And he was so good the other day, so... Very, very impressive, yeah, so... Yeah, so, with, as you say, with light infantry, that, that, that French form's really good. I was over there when Be Like Cloud won a couple of those chocolate mars. It's a prestigious race in France, so... Uh, so you bring that sort of form there. If it turns up, it's certainly the one to beat. And I sort of think it's been backed accordingly, hasn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it just might have got out to about 390 this morning with the tab, but certainly back in around that 350, 360 quote. Anyway. Uh, well, good luck to all the listeners today, and uh, it should be a winning day if we just find the right one. That's all we need to do. Pete, good on you. We'll let you go. We'll speak next Saturday morning, uh, all things Adelaide, and of course, Pete does the form for a host of different venues around carnival time. Good judge that he is. We'll let him go. We'll focus on Dubbo. Now, 10 races from Dubbo today, only about 25 minutes away from the First, Cole Hodges is calling all the action for his best bets. Cole, good morning to you. G'day, Richard. Yeah, this fellow ate at uh, Canhamble yesterday with a barrier troll, and not only have we got the 10 rays of Dovey, we've also got a barrier troll. I think the streetlights will be coming on, Richard. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll have a look and see uh, if we can find a couple of winners. Now, the, uh, one of the features today is the picnic championship for New South Wales. Now, these horses qualified by going around the picnic circuit and earning points. Colin Green, the Dubbo train, has got seven runners in the final. Uh, I've, gone, I've gone here for uh, race six, number three, Dan Spur. He's a nine-year-old, but he gets in very well under these set weight conditions. He's carried a uh, pretty big wrench when he's won the picnic races. And um, his last run was at a professional meeting when he ran third out of four at Scone, but he was only three quarters of length from the winner title rush, and Shengui ran uh, second. His best form's on good tracks. This track is drying out very, very quickly. At the moment, I think it's a soft five, but it will uh, go to a good uh, good four. Uh, so I'll make the race in the picnic championship. I'll go race six, number three, Dan Spur, and then go to race nine, number 12, Marilia, Tracy Bartley's horse from Wyong, Ben Look at a rider, and it's only had the four starts. It did win here at Dubbo. Um, it, I think it was the first start in its career. And then it ran fifth in the Silver Goblet, but by G. Gallant started, I think that one of it was outstanding. Um, really has had two starts back in much harder company than uh, this race today. Uh, finished sixth at Warwick Farm and seventh at Newcastle. So, uh, Richard, I'll make those my best two today. Race six, number three, Dan Spur, and race nine... Uh, number 12, Marillia. So let's hope they can get home for the punters. And Cole, uh, uh, nice to uh, uh, the 10 races today. And uh, as you would starkly know, plenty plenty of parts of New South Wales still struggling with these floods and the amount of water they've had. But it's uh, good to get these races done and these sources need to get to the races. Yeah, it's uh, very good that Canemba was able to host that meeting yesterday because that was transferred from the Moree, which is flooded out. And... Uh, yeah, the race on a good track there yesterday and might even end up with a good track here today. But, yeah, there's been that many meetings off, even in the Central West area. Uh, some of these clubs, uh, some of the smaller clubs, haven't raced for four years, a combination of the COVID and uh, now the wet weather. So let's hope that we can get racing back to normal. I'm sure it will be because we've had plenty in the past 
call up because of too many grasshoppers on the track and too much dust and the track's being too hard. So anyway, we'll, we'll get through this and it uh, looks like a great car to racing here today. It's called Australia, isn't it, Cole? <laughs> it sure is. Uh, changes and people say, oh, I think that's the end of racing, but uh, they were saying back that 30, 40 years ago in one of the big droughts. Uh, but um, anyway, and uh, there have been big floods before, but uh, racing just keeps uh, keeps on keeping on, as one of the old ads used to say. Good on you, Cole. Good calling today. Thanks for Bye-bye. Cole Hodges, big uh, big 10 race program from Dubbo today, the first race at 10 to midday. Uh, we've just touched on Morpherville Racing with Pete Ellis, but calling all the action in Adelaide today. I haven't spoken to him for a while for whatever reason, and I speak of Brett Davis. G'day, Brett. Hello, Richard. How are you, buddy? Going yeah, all right? Yeah, very well. How, how can you not be good on a day like yeah. today with the racing all around the place? Absolutely. We've got uh, plenty of sunshine here in SA2. We're expecting heaps of rain in about 24 hours' time, which could make it a little wet towards the east, Melbourne and Sydney and so forth, following uh, our downpour, which probably heads into Cup Day um, from what the Bureau is suggesting. But we'll deal with today first. We're on a good four here at Morpherville, and I reckon we can get a bit of money early. Um, race two, this one's each way. Race two, number one, Smiling Assassin. Alice Lindsay makes her Metropolitan debut today. She spent some time up in Darwin. She's had a... a Good long term in the saddle before coming to the city. I think she can make an impact in the first race she rides in. Race two, number one, Smiling Assassin. This ran in the heat of the Jericho Cup last start. Very well seasoned for a race over 2,500 metres. And the three kilo claims the key. I think she sits back. There's a bit of pace early. This horse is $8, $9 on tab fix. I think it's a great each way bet with that claim for Alice Lindsay. Race two, number one, Smiling Assassin. And then we can go into race three, number 10, uh, Richard Zufasta. He's a horse I'm actually following. I made him the best last. Uh, he should have won. He was about to hit the front of the 100, and then two horses inside of him who were fighting out the finish, the, the one nearer the rail just shifted to the right a little bit, and then the domino effect moved to the one in the middle and then moved to him. He just lost his action at a crucial stage and was beaten a half length up to 1,100 a day from 1,050. He can atone. So they're the two today for me at Morfordville. Which is, of course, a great day. Ten race card. John Letts Cup, the feature race nine. But I'm suggesting race two, number one, Smiling Assassin, each way into race three, number ten, Zoo Faster, straight out. Thank you, Brett. Good calling today. Thanks, buddy. Have a great day. Brett Davis calling all the action for uh, well on cause, of course, and for uh, for Sky Racing as. yeah, big day racing from Adelaide. Take a short break here on uh, Saturday HQ. On the other side, senior trader Tim Ryan joins us with Trading Places. The trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screens and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with TAP Senior Trader Tim Ryan. 
plenty of action with the tab this morning and uh, over the course of the week. Uh, people may have placed their bets early. They might just be waiting until the death. But what, uh, whatever you do, you don't want to miss the next 10 or so minutes because we're going to check in with senior trader Tim Ryan on Golden Eagle Day. Tim, very good morning to you. Very good morning to you too, Richard. How good is this? Beautiful weather in Sydney and a good track. Yeah, no, we haven't had a chance to say that for a while, have we? I mean, 10 races, quality across the board. Um, suffice to say, you're probably seeing a bit of action in the offices this morning. Yeah, yeah. Always busy on a Saturday morning. Um, and, yeah, like, turnover is good. Just, I think the good track is definitely uh, helping punters and... On that note, I think, um, you know, we've seen Rose Hill Rail true uh, when it's wet. They've been getting away from the fence a bit. Um, well, I think that they may naturally do that a little bit today. I don't think the fence should be too inferior. I think it should be a fair track, and I think punters should bet with confidence. Let's go to race one. We start with the highway, $5 the field. But number four, King Gutho, is is a $4.60 favourite now. Eight Sun Blue, five fifty. The Dramatist at $6.00. Uh, Rod Northam saying the dry track, the key with the drama just here today, and uh, Ezekiel at 9.50. Any thought on the highway, Tim? Uh, very keen to lay King Gutho. I put up $8 on Wednesday, got into a short of 390. We're back out to 460. He has to trade $5 plus. Um, he just doesn't have the highway credentials. He comes off a 1,200-metre Queanbeyan win, and then a, he got beat over the 900. It was probably unsuitable, but that was at Maria. He doesn't have any highway experience, and for that reason, I have to lay him. I think he's under the odds. Um, his form doesn't warrant him being that short, so very keen to let punters on there. Sun Blue, the second pick at 550, actually put up favourite on the drift, but I, I don't want to go silly laying this horse. Um, it was a highway winner last prep, uh, and then raced uh, against the proper in a proper Saturday race and ran a pretty creditable third there. So I know it's first up from a spell and only had a quiet trial, but Barrier 2, it should get the run of the race. So, But uh, Sun Blue, definitely want to keep it safe. The dramatist I'm scared of. I uh, heard you just mention there, uh, Rod Northern likes it on a dry track. I do too. Trialed well. It's got some good highway form last prep. So big tick there. Ezekiel's been well supported. Uh, 11 into 950, draws Barrier 1. So... I suppose I don't want to put it. Um, just have to lay King Gutho in the first. Race two is the agency estate handicap. Phillies and mares 78, 1,200 metres. Number 12, Vavaya is a $2.50 favourite. Plimstock 550, 10 bells. Uh, intention to ride forward, you know, chance of leading at uh, 650 and for me goes $7. But uh, Godolphin, top of the market here for race two. Yeah, that's an interesting one, 10 bells, um, with the option to lead if possible because there's not a lot of pace here. I probably had maybe Varvia taking it up, but um, it's drawn the gate inside 10 bells. So no matter what, if 10 bells goes forward, Varvia will be on its hammer and probably get close to the run of the race. Um, I did want to find Varvia. I thought it raced in the wrong part of the track. Well, I know it was only in midweek uh, at Warwick Farm, but this isn't a very strong race, so... Yeah, I thought his run was better than it looked at Warwick Farmers, if not to win, 52 kilos, Jamie Carr. Ticked a lot of boxes. Price is very, very cramped, though, 250. It's got to start a little bit longer, probably more towards that 260, 270 mark, but not a favourite I really want to play with those positives that I just mentioned. The stable made a second pick, Plimstock. I had a bit of a doubt on it at 1,200, so I was happy to let the punters on there. 10 bells. I guess if it does go forward and leave, that that could be its ace. But I, I didn't like the form through that Canterbury race. For Miko, wanted to be against 
off a Queensland run. Party for one was one I was a little bit wary of. It's been a bit disappointing in this prep, but if it found any of its best form, it'd be hard to beat here. Race three, Furphy Handicap, benchmark 78. Uh, over the 1,500 metres. I had a question earlier on the text line. Um, will we see black odds about number four, Waterford? Currently $1.90 fixed with the tab, Tim. Yeah, look, if I have my way, we will. I'm going to make him the lay of the day, Waterford. I uh, made him my lay of the day two starts back and he made me look stupid. Uh, in saying that, there's been 14 runners come out of that race and still not another winner. So I think maybe he got away against inferior opposition, Obviously went up in class, that still legal last start. It was a bit unlucky. Um, probably been made more of... I, I think it's been exaggerated how unlucky he probably was there. Um, today, small field. He's going to be back last. He's got the 60 kilos. Uh, I think there's a couple of handy ones here. So, look, I'll be pushing towards black odds. That's, uh, I, I definitely have him marked black odds. So that's where I'll be aiming for. He is very short the toes and... We're now up to $1.90, best price here in the market, and having no trouble laying him in that quote. So whether or not he gets much past that, I'm not really sure. I'm going to keep Rangi Toa very safe for second pick. $5, Kim Clark, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott, Dry Track. So yeah, it ticks every box for me. So I, it, it looks the real map horse here. Global Osbred, the third pick, um, was 200 to 1 in that Silver Eagle, and I could make a case that it was better on than Waterford. So I've got to keep it safe. Jalmari... Gets him with no weight with the Zach Lloyd claim. Back to the 1500 could maybe suit him. So I can make a case for a few others here. Waterford, I think it's under the odds. Can you take him on? Race four at Rose Hill Gardens, benchmark 78, 1900 metres. Hammeron is a 310 favourite, number five. Number 10, Pink Ivory there at 380 at the moment. Ting Tong is at 650. Pale King, an $8 chance for race four here, Tim. Yeah, Hammeron's a favourite. I don't really want to lay. Now, sitting at that 310 quote, um, I just think he's really, really well set up for this race. Uh, he went to the 2,400 metres and was a wet track failure. He's had a bit of a freshen, the barrier trial in between. Barrier one, Hugh Bowman, maps to get the run of the race. So not a favour I wanted to lay. I was, I'd much prefer to lay Pink Ivory. Uh, I know it's back to the scene of the crime as they win two starts back, but she's just such a back marker in a race with not a lot of pace. I'll have to take her on. I wanted to be against the third pick, King Tong. Um, I think it's better suited on wet tracks. Hal King was a big foe the other day, so I'm happy to lay it as well. Uh, we get down to number 11, Just a Jedi at $9, and Jim Martini at 13 And um, I could make cases for both of those. Just a Jedi has been racing well without luck, and Jim Martini, on her best form, would run a big race here. So, yeah, look, hammer on. Hardest to beat, 310 probably about his price. Not a fail, really want to lay. Let's go to race number five at Rose Hill now. The new tab app handicap, benchmark 78, 1,100 metres. Mars Mission number nine is now the $3 fixed favourite. Seven winning verse is at 310. And a gap to Classy JB, $8 double figures. The remainder, uh, uh, these two come away. The betting says a race in two. What are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that we probably have the wrong favourite. Um, Mars Mission... We probably went up too short earlier in the week. Uh, went up to 80, less a few deductions. Now out to that $3 quote, I think, yeah, we are. We're best price anywhere in the market at $3. I'll be pushing hard. I don't think you should be favourite. I know it was a bit unlucky last start, but that's pretty ordinary midweek form. And, yeah, I just don't think he deserves to be favourite. So I'll be trying to make winning first favourite. Um, she's honest. She raced in Saturday, raced last start. She was very, very good. Only got touched off late there. So she's going to race up on the pace. She's going to be very hard to beat. 
The third tip classy J there at $8, I think, unders, just coming off a 900-metre race at Newcastle, stepping up to 1100 I think maybe a bit of a bridge too far. One at longer odds, I want to keep very, very safe here. Number five, Authentic Jewel. Brad Whittup Stable is absolutely flying. Dylan Gibbons, the jockey, he's going well too. I just don't think he's had any luck of late. Um, and I think this is a good race for her. She's um, she's racing a lot better races than this. She's probably found her grade here, and I think she can run a good race at $14. She'll start shorter. I was sitting in the studio for those trials, Tim. She trialled very well. Yeah. Yeah, she indicated she could be back to near her best. And her best would win this yeah. easily. You get no arguments from me there. Race six, the Rose Hill Gold Cup. I like this race. Uh, open open handicap, 2,000 metres. They come from all over the world, literally here, Tim. And quality time... Um, Willie Pike taking over here now. Two dollar eighty favourite, clear favourite. Honey Creeper, six dollars. Bois de Jont, eight dollars. Stockman, nine dollars. You can say all you like a warm up for the Melbourne Cup, but it'll be hard to hold out. Yonkers, nine dollars. He's a shocker, nine fifty. And I get the feeling there's been a sprinkling of money around the place, Tim, for Star of India here. Currently, eleven dollars. Uh, look, there has been a little bit of money for it, um, but not heaps. Um, Look, the best back running is Ben Yonkers, actually. Um, we did that $19 earlier in the week, less a few deductions. There's actually been a few deductions there through Polly Gray and Lord Ardmore. Um, but we had with Frankie Dettori on. I think we went up to the odds there, Yonkers. Um, on his best form, he'd go close here. He'll much prefer the dry track as opposed to the heavy one he was on at Crawford last start. And he got beat by a smart horse there. So uh, Yonkers, yeah, really well backed. So I conceded it. A really good chance here, Yonkers. I have to be with the favourite, though, quality time. Um, I just look at it. It's drawn barrier one, 54 kilos. William Pike takes over for Tommy Berry. It's going to get the run of the race. It's going to be really hard to beat. Not a favourite one to lay. Now, look at all of his dangers. They just all map poorly. Honey Creeper, barrier 12. He's going to get a long, long way back. Stockman, barrier 11. He's going to get a long way back. It's going to be warming up for Tuesday. And Boy Stajon, who is this horse? I don't know. Um, we're now out to $9 about it. So if you want to back it, we'll be top odds. Um, yeah, look, uh, quality time. I think it's hard to beat. But you're right, there is something for everyone in the Rose Hill Gold Cup. So if I was going to say take on Honey Creeper and those horses? that little Yeah, bit. we'll say Honey Creeper because it's second pick and, yeah. and we'll keep safe quality time. Race seven, the Nature Strip, $3 million. Uh, set weights and penalties, 1,300 metres, $2.15. Lost and it's running. It's short, doesn't it? He's, he's a good horse. He's a very good but, horse. And, uh, look, uh, and, and good luck if you got on earlier in the week, but... Yeah, yeah, look... Um, still got to go and win, hasn't he? We did about $2.90. Um, 2 has got to be his bottom price. Um, I'm convinced that he would have won the Everest, the way it panned out. I'm just absolutely convinced. Um, I think Hugh Bowman is too. <laughs> yeah, like just the way the race set up, the way it's finished and... My where Marzu finished, and yeah, look, let's not cry over spilt milk, but um, 2.15, it's too short. Uh, he will trade longer. I've got him marked close to that 2.50 mark, but I don't really want to take him on in no. saying that. Um, look, I will push a little bit against him, but he maps well. I know he's had a month off, but... You'd have a heap out of him already, wouldn't you? Yeah, look, we've got plenty out of him, but there, there's money for a lot of other runners here too, so... Um, look, he's not a terrible result at the moment, um, and I don't really want to make him a terrible result. So let's just say I'm probably sitting on the fence with him a little bit, but I do think he will start longer. So if you missed the early price, just hang around. You, you might get a bit better. Mazu, 
second pick, 460, I think that's his quote, barrier one, he can run a good race. Private eye, third pick, I, I don't think can win. I think barrier 11, he's going to be spotting too big a start. Um, so he was the one I wanted to risk. Eduardo, I'm scared stiff of. Uh, had a good result on him winning this race last year. And barrier 10, Nash can run his own race out in front. No nature strip today. He'll be there for a long, long way, Eduardo. Let's uh, go on to race eight. It's our feature this afternoon. The 4X Golden Eagle, great group of four-year-olds here, $10 million over the 1,500 metres. Right at the moment, light infantry, tab number 12, is three seventy on the fixed market. Chain of Lightning is at $6. In the Congo, $10. I wish I win 12 Gypsy Goddess firming up to $12 and then Hinged and Fangirl, two high-class mares themselves. But light infantry... He's a pretty clear favourite here, Tim, for the Golden Eagle. Who is he? <laughs> Light infantry. Wow. $3.70. Well, I put up... Have you done your uh, European form, Tim? Oh, good luck if you want to come out here and think you can win a $10 million race. Does he start with a four in front of him? Oh, four. Hey, if I had my way, look, I put up $6 <laughs> on Tuesday. So I guess that's an indication of how I feel about the horse. Um... We've seen, we've seen these uh, imports come out for, well, we've seen them come out for the Everest. We've seen them come out, a fair few of them come out for the Golden Eagle. And I just think it's a bridge too far uh, against our horses who are just that bit faster um, around a tight turning track like Rose Hill. Look, you can't really tell me his form's any better than um, Laws of Indices, um, who came out last year, or Maximal. They found it too tough. Of an ask to, to get there. They both ran well, but I mean, saying that, they both started a lot longer odds than this. So, so, so taking him on? Oh, I have to. I just think it's a ridiculous quote. Um, yeah, look, I couldn't believe I had a couple of days off Thursday, Friday. He got into a short of $2.90. $3.30 was this morning. I'm out to $3.70. I'll be pushing hard all day long. If you want to back in tabs, the place to bet. Um, where do we go after that? Look at the second pick, and it's a Victorian, a Mexican invader. I uh, just wrote a bet of 10000 on Chain of Lightning, actually, about $6. I guess I've got to consider a chance because she draws barrier one and, and maybe maybe that Armadale in Varel form might stand up here. Um, the third pick in the Congo, I have to keep safe. Um, to me, I think he's got the best form and I think he's set up well. Barrier three, Tim Clark, Waterhouse Bot, I keep talking about them. Uh, he beat Animo over the 1,400 metres in the Golden Rose, so... That's good enough form to win this race and good enough form to win it easily. So keeping it very safe. I wish I win. I'm keen to be against. Gypsy Goddess, I'm keen to be against. Fan, Fangirl and Hinged, I wanted to be with, but the barriers seem to make it a little bit too tough for them. One at longer odds to keep very safe. Overpass, I think, has been totally forgotten about. Great. $3 seems well over the odds. Yep. He ran well in an Everest barrier too. I uh, should get a good run. Uh, while we are on this race, um, good luck to the connections of Chain uh, of Lightning. Uh, that's um, that's the Ramsey family, Stuart and the family. Stuart's bred and raced horses for a long, long time. This will be a massive thrill to be in the race. And if they can win the race, good luck to you, Stuart. He's a great man, great racing man. And this will be a hell of a thrill for he and the family today. Race nine, the Four Pillars Midway. <laughs> Hope you're travelling okay come this time of the day. Benchmark 68, 1500 metres. Mahagoni. 
a 4.20 favourite. Adios Steve for David Payne at $8. Awesome Lad, $9. Uh, Excelidus has been in a few numbers this morning, $9.50. I'm a stray fan at $12. And Sabrinko, 13 The four pillars midway. Tim, far away. I can definitely make a case for Stray. Um, I don't love the jockey, but um, she's raced in a lot, lot tougher races than this. Um, she's raced on a lot of wet tracks too, so back to a dry. Um, yep, could definitely make a case for her at the $12. Uh, not a horse I really wanted to lay. He'll go forward two Stray. So um, we'll get back to the favourite though. Probably got him too short. Got into as short as 360 this morning. Now it's a 420. And while it has the best form, um, in such a big field, I have to be against it. Just at that that short quote, and I have just a, maybe a little bit of a doubt on the fact of it, it was a beneficiary of a really fast run mile at Randwick last start. Fast pace really suited it. Got there late. Just went on a seven day backup with the fifteen hundred meters. I just worry whether might be looking for a little bit further this week. So maybe that's my just little doubt about Mahagoni. Um, but in saying that, it's best form and it's a rightful favourite. But just I think it should trade a little bit longer. Adios Steve, I think, sets up well for this. A little bit fresher into this race. Um, was good holding off um, all comers last time out. Over the um, similar track and distance, uh, so I'll keep it safe. Awesome Lad has been well supported, but I don't really like its form. Exilatus, George Pauly and Stray, we mentioned. Sabrenko maps well. I could see conceded a chance, but look, the chances don't end there. There's plenty of, ch- plenty of hopes in this race. Four pillars midway. <laughs> it's an interesting race. I'll tell. I'll give it that. Last race, race ten. Uh, Tim, we have a race at Dubbo coming up in a couple of minutes. So we'll get through this tenth race. Um, Democracy Manifest four twenty. I'm Lethal four forty. Stromboli four sixty. Coat Hill at five fifty. Arbitration eight dollars. What are you thinking? Race ten at Rose Hill, Tim. Yeah, fly through the last. Democracy Manifest way under the odds. Way overrated beast. Um, Going to get back in a race. Not a lot of pace. I'm Lethal's only got Queensland form. Had to lay it. Stromboli maps well. Conceded a good chance. I think Coda Heli should be favourite. Um, at now with that five dollar quote, I think it's got the best form through the Silver Eagle. Jamie Carr on your own big race. That was sharp. That was very good, Tim. Nice <laughs> work. Waterford delay of the day, and you're going to be pushing against light infantry. Yeah, Waterford delay of the day. Hopefully, get it to black cards. And if you want to back any of these uh, imports or Mexican invaders or Queenslanders. Tab's a place to bet. We'll be top odds. Speed next Saturday, mate. Good luck. Thanks a lot, Richard. Good luck to punish. Tim Ryan, good on you. Senior trader from the Tab. And uh, that does uh, conclude um, our, our morning of um, HQ Saturday. Big thanks to all of our guests who joined us this morning on Race Morning. We, we don't take it for granted. Uh, very good of you. I've uh, been saying all morning, very sad morning, the passing of Gwenda Markwell overnight. Great lady, um, very sad part of the world, Kembla Grange today, but our thoughts are with Ross and the family uh, with Gwenda, a great, great lady, and we'll be thinking about her uh, right throughout the day. There's no doubt about that. Next Saturday, we will have... Five Diamonds Day, the golden gift for the two-year-olds and the hot Danish stakes. Simon Harrison is standing by to take you through the first part of race day. Hope you find a winner or two in the day. Hope you enjoy your weekend. We'll take a short break here on HQ Saturday. Uh, Dubbo race one not too far away. And then Simon Harrison takes you into the first part of race day. We'll see you next week on Racing HQ Saturday. 
This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And Phil Buzz Rothfield. And legends like the King Wally Lewis. Yeah, good morning. Great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Legend Anthony Chock Mundine. Hey, good morning, boys. Andrew Eddickhausen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in state of origin. I think you can obviously understand that. And you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday mornings from 7 till 10 on Sky Sports Radio. Sky Sports Radio. With the latest winning info right now on Racing HQ. Good morning, Simon Harrison with you at 10 minutes to midday. Now, Carl Hodges is standing by for this first at Dubbo, so we'll take the broadcast here. Favourite by, well, two favourites, in fact, Cliffs of Mower and Ford and Boys. They're both at $3.70. Following this, Andrew Hurley will run through tab movers for us for Eagle Farm, Derby Day at Flemington, and also after the first Morfittville, which is due in 12, we'll take a look at the tab movers for Golden Eagle Day, Rose Hill. But Carl Hodges, first of all, with Race 1 Dubbo. As Wayne Martin tests him over some distance now he'll be the last one in for the boys careering away set royal affair port of jetta he's tinny first of 10 here today plus a barrier trial following on from eight and a barrier trial at canamble yesterday i might grab a drink of water after the last here today Righto, so they're, clo- they're off and racing. For the boys out wide, might have just won the start. Who's Tinny? In the centre, jumped away nicely. And over on the inside was Jack Port of Jetta behind it, careering away. Often leads in its races, and it's uh, starting to move up out wide. As they come down the straight the first time, and it's Royal Affair taken on by careering away. Getting through now to third was Yak followed then uh, by Who's Tinny as they make their way out of the home straight here. Uh, Club Town settles a little bit closer today, back about centre field, four to boys. Then came Port of Jetter and Cliffs of Moore was last. Royal Affair takes them to the back, leads out a length and a quarter now, careering away second, followed then by Yak. Another length and a half then. To Who's Tinny Club Town for the boys moving up on its outside. Port of Jetter on the fence and Cliffs of Moor joins it on the outside. As they race along now towards the 1,200 metres and Royal Affair just loping along at a steady gait. Out by a length and a half, two careering away. Yak was third. Who's Tinny close enough? Followed then by Club Town the fence. Four the boys is third last. Getting up along the fence there, Port of Jetta. And patiently ridden at the tail of the field as they uh, head off the back was Cliffs of Moor. So Royal Affair. Uh, might have just quickened up a little bit there as moving up on the outside, careering away as they sweep down uh, towards the turn out of the back straight. Yak with a nice third, and they've got about 7.50 left to go. Who's Tinny moving up on the outside for the boys with next in Club Town. Cliffs of Moor is coming from the tail of the field, just getting around the outside of Porter Jetta. They race down past the 500, Royal Affair got away by about a length and a half now, careering away under the big weight. Yak was on the fence for the boys. is looming up on the outside, but still two and a half lengths off this leader. Further out, Port of Jetta start to run home well, and Cliffs of Moor 
is right down the outside. It's Royal Affair, nicely clear. Coming home, well pulled of Jeddah, careering away, still boxing on as usual, and then came Yak, but Royal Affair going strongly. Yak followed then by Port of Jeddah, and then four of boys, but Royal Affair run them right off their legs here. Royal Affair by about three and a half lengths. Port of Jeddah will get second, four of boys third, then Yak careering away, Club Town, who's Tinny, and Cliffs of Moor didn't come on in the straight. Standing by for the official placings here, but Royal Affair written by Ben Looker and beautifully written in... Uh, 8 Royal Affair, Benny Looker, 510, 7 Port of Jeddah, 210 for third there, 540 boys. And a dollar and 60 cents. All right. Uh, oh, it's now 17 minutes to, in fact, it's seven minutes to today, and Andrew Hurley joins me in the studio. Hurls, good morning to you. Yeah, top of the morning to you, Simon. What a day we have got coming up. Great racing uh, at Flemington Derby Day and also Rose Hill, but uh, yeah, support programs right throughout the country, including Eagle Farm, which gets underway in about 22 minutes, buddy. Well, let's take a look at a few of the movers, and we'll start with Eagle Farm, and this first race uh, isn't going to be too much fun for the race caller. Yeah, how do you reckon you'd go? Mashani this, Mashani that. There's only one in there that's called Magic, that's not Mashani, but it's got two M's in its name, Magic of Miller. Yeah, and um, Jimmy Orman aboard Mashani Renegade is the favourite. A dollar fifty-five to one forty-five today. It's back to a dollar fifty-five. Whether they give it a little bit of a, uh, a twist out, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, it's all one-way traffic. We've got a couple of shorties uh, here today that have all been uh, very well tried in Maltese and also uh, just off stick, mate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, personally, I'm not a fan of it. I think it, it sounds awful. But uh, anyway, good luck to Josh uh, calling all those machines there, race one. Race number two, uh, this is a class three over 1,200 metres. Yeah, another ride for Jimmy Orman. We'll make the mover here, and that is Zavaboon. Over to 250 this morning. It's now $233 when the markets first went up on Wednesday afternoon. Across to the third event, uh, this is the Trident Services Australia Cup over 1,200. Yeah, again, another favourite, mate. It's been 225 to 220, back to 225. So it hasn't like trimmed in massively, but again, just off the back of money, uh, we'll make Deep Rouge the best back to in that particular race, race three. Okay, so Deep Rouge, number six there in the third. The fourth Earls is a benchmark 90 over 2212. Yeah, rinse and repeat again here. It's all about this favourite, Otti Ra. Uh, 290 to 270, Sam Collett combines with Chris Waller. So that's race four, horse nine. Race five here is the Channel 7 No Metro wins handicap over 1,400. Yeah, well, Ang Powell, um, Richard and Will Friedman have a good strike rate when they take their horses north, but it's the easing favourite. Now, it's $1.90 to two fifteen today. Granted, it went up $4 on Wednesday, but the move here is for number four, Mix. Yeah, $17 when the market first opened, $9 this morning, and now into $6. So, race five, number four, Mix is our mover. So, race four, number four. Uh, now, let's move across to race five here. Uh, in fact, race five, it is number four mix. Race five, number four. Race six is a cutest three-year-old over 1,600. Yeah, and Brookhaven is our mover here. It's uh, been $5 right throughout the trade today, but $10 available when the markets first opened, even allowing for those minor deductions. It's your best-backed runner in race six, horse number two, Brookhaven. So race six, number two, over to race seven, the benchmark 72 over 1,000 uh, metres here for three-year-olds. Yeah, all on my traffic here, the undefeated Chinny Boom, four starts, four wins. It's a dollar fifty. So if it's a little bit short, you might want to take the it in multis.
Okay, the race eight hurls a benchmark seventy eight here, which is over a thousand. Yeah, it's been a bit of a spirit of betting race here, but we'll make the move at number ten, Frederick the Dane. Opened up at nine dollars Wednesday, seven dollars this morning, and it's now into four dollars sixty. I'll also make mention of number seven, Rainbow Connection. Fourteen Wednesday, seven fifty this morning, got to eight fifty, it's back to eight dollars. So ten and seven uh, well tried there in a very competitive betting race. Right, so that's race eight. Race nine, Hurls, is the Padua College Cup over 1,400. Yeah, it's a pretty quiet betting affair, but at this stage, Hot Spring Gold, 390 to 380 today. Went up 550 Wednesday afternoon. We'll make it the mover in the penultimate. Hot Spring Gold, number 10 there, and over to race 10. The lucky last is over the mile. Yeah, and Wren's Day is the one we're looking at here that's been a good firmer. $12 this morning into 850. Actually got as short as 550, uh, so they butted up dollar-wise on it, so we'll make the toppy for Jasmine Cornish, the mover in the last. And what was the best on the card overall? Oh, look, you know, you're looking at some shorties there um, uh, this afternoon, so you know, I'm not revealing anything that, uh, that you don't already know. $1.50 for Chinny Boom, it would be the best back runner on the card at Eagle Farm. Okay, so Chinny Boom there. Now, Hills, let's perform Orfordville, which is in four. Let's take a look at Flemington. Derby Day is on a soft seven. The first race due in 21 minutes. And, of course, we kick it off with the three-year-old Carbine Club. Yeah, good horses race. And Tijana, second favourite, but it's our mover today. Look, it's it's 460 to 440 overall. Uh, the favourite has been 330 to $3 Pungo. But just looking at money and weight of money today, Tijana's right on its heel. So we'll make the second favourite uh, the mover there for the opener. Race one, horse one. Race number two is the Lexus Archer Stakes. A win and you're into the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday. Uh, what's the latest betting? Look, surefire for J-Mac. 180 to 165, back to $1.70. But old warning has been really well backed all throughout uh, betting. Oh, when I say old, he's only a six-year-old. Um, he feels like he's been around forever, don't he? So I'm warning. Uh, it's 9.50 to 7.50, so we'll make it the mover in the second. Yeah, it seems a few derbies ago now, yeah. doesn't it? When, yeah. Uh, he saluted. Uh, over to the third event. Does uh, enjoy it wet, though, warning, that's for sure. Uh, now, this is the rising fast over 1,200. Yeah, and uh, Gravina for Will, uh, Willie Bu- William Buick uh, is the mover here, 750 to 6. I tell you what, if J-Mac, uh, I know, he could still get beat on those jockey challenges, but William Buick's got some good rides today, uh, and he's $7 in the jockey's challenge. Granted, J-Mac's at $1.20, but, uh, yeah, he's got some good rides there, and we'll make it the mover, race three, number six. Gravina. Okay, the Godolphin runner race three, horse six, race four is the three-year-old Phillies Wakeful Stakes and a terrific addition this year, very open. Yeah, it's 4.40 the field and uh, we're going to make the mover here at a bit of a price. Uh, no, I've yeah, as time goes by, I beg your pardon, number eight. Uh, now, it opened up at 4.80 this morning. It retains that quote. There's not a, like a stack of move, but just in terms of dollars invested, as time goes by, uh, Pavitra has met with support since the market opened. They got on early there at $9, so it's a real head scratch of the wakeful. Okay, over to race five, the Tablin Lithgow is over 1400 Yeah, um, also... Yeah, in this particular race, I'm just um, just going to bounce back for a second there and mention... In the Wakeful? Yeah, have we jumped a race here, Simon? 
Wakefield's race. Race four, yeah. Okay, race number five on the card here this afternoon. And I'll bring this up. At the Townland Lithgow. Churath, last start with a Geelong Classic Day. Yeah, and is the mover. Look, it went up 8.50 on Wednesday afternoon. I'm not sure if there was some a bit of a keyboard typo there, but 8.50 again for William Buick. 3.70 today and is the best tried in race at number five at Lillian. Linko. Let's have a look at the first of the Group 1s. It is the three-year-old Coolmore Stud Stakes. It'll kick the quaddy off at 3.40. Yeah, they keep buttering up on it in secrets. 3.40 to 3.20 today. Jacono at $5.50. Coolangatta, 8 to 7. But just on the back of uh, cash in secret is the mover for Race 6, the Coolmore Stud. So there's been no money best of Bordeaux, has there? No, not a bean. I'm really surprised. The other one I will mention there that we've... Look, it's eight dollars throughout the trade today. Um, but Buenos Noches has uh, has been kept very safe, Buenos Noches. I just think Jack and O's going to absolutely relish the straight myself. But, uh, yeah, anyway. well, it's a fascinating affair. You've got those coming out of the Everest and uh, and those that have sort of been saved for this, and that really is a fascinating affair. It's a Jarden one, so well, Cox Plate, though. Like. Yeah, did it what? Uh, the Victoria Derby, the Blue Riband. We love it yeah. every year. We absolutely love it. And there's a there's a, a couple of uh, uh, horses in betting right at the top of betting that have got this as a very tight market. It can be very interesting to see who starts favourites. If I had to uh, if I had to make a call on that, I'd say Sharp and Smart. But we've got joint favourites at the moment. Sharp and Smart, three fifty to three sixty, back to three fifty. And Berkeley Square, three thirty to three fifty. They're not well. They've only got four runners in single figures. Mister Maestro's at seven dollars. Andrew. Fawnsman and William Buick again, uh, seven fifty to seven aboard at Pericles or Pericles. Half brother to helmet, Caulfield Guineas with a ha. We were saying off air, uh, he, he was he was tough to uh, to ride. I'd imagine helmet. Gee, when he got it right, he was he was exceptional, but uh, didn't always have his best manners in yeah. place. Good uh, good name for him. Uh, let's pick up Morfordville and then we'll come back after this. Half a dozen, which is declared doing it well by a half a length to the short price elect Clabell. Two further back is Kiki Express, who's on the favourites back. One off the fence on the outside of Super Sharp. Then Hazy Fantasy, Rockstar Megsy and Prance and Dance, the last one. Business time in the first and declared pushed on, trying to accelerate away from Clabell, who's up to the task at the moment. They both came around the bend a little bit awkwardly. Rockstar Megsy, Super Sharp, Kiki Express to the outside. The others are going to the inner. Hazy Fantasy as well. Favourites are spent force as Kiki Express race to the lead with Rockstar Megsy. Kiki Express, Rockstar Megsy. He's powering through and will win. Rockstar Megsy ahead to Kiki Express, declared third, Hazy Fantasy fourth, Clabell dropped off in the stretch, beat home Just Prance and Dance and Super Sharp. Right, so that is the first race at Morfittville. Five Rockstar Megsy for Jason Stubby Holder. Paid six thirty and three dollars. One Kiki Express was two dollars eighty and three declared no third dividend. Five on three seven has run fourth. Hazy Fantasy. It is correct by Dubbo the first eight seven five and four was fourth, which was uh, Yak. Let's just take a quick update for the first at Rose Hill. Trading places with Tabs Tim Ryan. Saturday mornings, Racing HQ. 
Yeah, Julia Presses takes the rider number three, Vicky's one, Jay Ford, and number 24, King's Trust. I'll focus those on uh, $21 and under here. Tap and Run is $21. Ezekiel drawn the fence at $9. King Gutho, number four, is the favourite at $5.50. Reveal the Magic, number seven, it's at $23. Now, Sung Blue's been a bit easy in the market. Number eight was $5 this morning on the drift out to $6.50. Sir Ravenelli, number 11, has been very solid at $10. There's there's been support for 13 proverbial into 19, so an interesting move on that runner. Gold card number 17, who was uh, 17 this morning, is into $14 now. Very early markets had it priced at 51. The dramatist 650 has been very solid at that quote, and right down the bottom, Kings Trust is at $18. So those mentioned under under 21 here, and four King Gutho is the favourite at 550. Big field of 18 running in the first, and the runners are arriving at the start. Right, thanks, Darren. We'll head back to Andrew Hurley with just a look at these last couple of races for Flemington Hills. But down to race eight, which is the Tab Empire Rose Stakes for the girls over 1,600. And it's the Kiwi who's the red-hot favourite. Yeah, and this has uh, been well-tried all week. Now, as soon as that market opened up on Wednesday afternoon, we had uh, customers going crash-bang wallop and taking 3.20. It's 2.30 into 2.15. It's the best-backed runner on the card. In the Empire Road Stakes, uh, it is horse number 14, La Creek. But, yeah, as I said, best backed runner all day at Flemington. Melody Bell won this a couple of years ago uh, at Kiwi Mess. La Creek looking to follow in her steps. And over to race nine, the last is an 1,100-metre sprint. Yeah, and Shallstar is our mover here. $26 Wednesday afternoon, $9 this morning, got to $11 and now into nine fifty. So the only small deduction there, three by three for Najmati, has been the sub. Very good support, Shellster, in the lucky last. So that's uh, a narrow field mare there with Willow to ride. What was the best overall, Flemington? Yeah, it is the Kiwi in the Empire Rose Stake 8, race 8, number 14, La Creek. Righto, good on your hurls. We'll catch up with you after this um, race at um, Morfordville and we'll take a look at the... Mo- in fact, no, Rose Hill is due in three. So we might even try and run through these... Movers Rose Hill, if we get a chance on this. Morfordville, I can tell you the numbers were 5137. Okay, let's have a look at the Movers Rose Hill uh, hurls. What's happening in the Tab Highway race one? Yeah, all well, rinse and repeat every week, isn't it, with the Tab Highways wide open. But we're going to make the uh, mover here, Easy Keel, uh, which uh, opened up at $11. It's just more, more money than anything. In fact, it's just trimmed in another 50 cents in the last uh, 60 seconds or so. Uh, it's 10. Oh, it's coming even further. Now into 8.50, easy kill, Tyler Schiller. Uh, horse number two in race one at the Tab Highway. Race number two is over 1,200. Yep, Vavia, best back to runner here, the favourite. It's been 290 into 250, $8 on Wednesday afternoon. Not sure how long that lasts, even allowing for deductions to allow arbitration. Leave me some. Very well backed Vavia in race two. So Vavia there, the second over to race three here. This is a 1,500-metre benchmark, 78. It's going to be interesting to see if we get black figures for Waterford. Uh, I know Tim Ryan from Tab has made it the lay of the day, but one ninety to a dollar seventy five. The way it was going, it was going to start even shorter at one stage this morning, but it's now back to a dollar ninety. Race three, number four, Waterford.
Waterford there in the third over to race four. This one's over 1,900, a benchmark 78. Yeah, been a good move here for just a Jedi. Uh, now, it opened up this morning. It's into $9. It opened up this morning at $14. So $14 into $9 for just a Jedi, horse number 11 for the fourth. That's in race four, race five, the new tab app, handicap over 1,100. Now, classy Jay Lee's been well tried here, and it opened at $10 this morning. Now, $8, as much as $16 available on Wednesday. Stay afternoon for a classy JB. Number one there, race five. Race six, Earls, the Rose Hill Gold Cup over 2,000. Yeah, I was prepared to say it was all about quality time and whilst very popular, 350 to 280 is continual support here for Yonkers. Uh, $12 into $9.50. Frankie DeTore takes the ride. Over to race seven, the Nature Strip Stakes kicks the quaddy off. It's over 1,300. Yeah, I didn't think we'd get it uh, into this short. Now 215 lost and running. It's dead set off the charts. 230 a Morning peaked at two forty. Now into two dollars and fifteen cents. Marzu's on the next line four twenty to four sixty. Okay, lost and running there. Race eight to feature the forex golden eagle. Do you at a quarter to five? Yeah. Well, the money today dollar wise has been for chain of lightning. This market has bounced all over the shop because we had I wish I win go up six dollars after the barrier draw. It's out to twelve. Whilst light infantry, it's six dollars uh, since the final field. Now into three seventy. But today we'll make the mover number sixteen. Chain of Lightning, Jamie Carr, Peter Moody. Chain of Lightning in the the Eagle. Race nine is the Four Pillars Midway. Yeah, and horse number nine is our mover here. And I refer to Exceladus. It's a $10 quote. It's uh, to be written by Nashville Wheeler. Uh, it's been $12 into $10 today. Mahogany, or Mahogany rather, it's $4.40 to $3.70. So it is popular, but we'll make the ninth Exceladus as the uh, well-tried runner there. And the lucky last race, 10 over 1300 Yeah, well, I'd, well, I'd be very surprised if this doesn't start favourite uh, just on the back of money today. And I refer to I Am Lethal. It's $4.40 into $4. Or granted, it did... Uh, Bottom out at 380. I am lethal, but it has been well tried in the last democracy manifest currently at 360. Best on the card. Yeah, lost and running, son. They're all over it in the nature strip stakes. What a fantastic day of racing, mate. Good on your hills. Looking forward to it. And here is Darren Flindell for the first at Rose Hill. Are taking up their positions. Jay Ford picks up the ride on King's Trust and Julia Pressett's on uh, Vicky's Wonder, number three, who's got the wide draw to contend with. Uh, Kathy O'Hara not riding today. She lost uh, a good friend racing, lost a very good friend uh, this morning with Gwenda Markwell passing away. And later on today, jockeys in the knife will all be wearing black armbands as a mark of respect to the late Gwenda Markwell, who has two runners engaged on this program today. Reveal the magic goes in and a tap and run now will be the last to come up. Jordan Childs has the task there. The top weight from the outside draw, so tap and run moves up into the gates. And we're ready to run now. Race one on Golden Eagle Day. Spectacular day at Rose Hill and the gates are back. They're off and proverbial hopped out of the gates. Well, reveal the magic right there up into second. And Sung Blue, one of the fancied runners, goes to third in front of Gold Card Poker Jack. Pretty handy. Followed by Ezekiel, who takes a prominent role on the rails. A length further back, then a transformation from Brazen Impact. Sir Ravenelli tap and runs out very deep. Followed by the Dramatist, an A to B back on the fence from King Gutho. Well, back in the field is King's Trust from Fine Weather. Chase Mike. 
Crown Hearn Court and Vicky's one is the last one approaching the 600 metres proverbial on top by a half length on Sung Blue revealed the magic three wide without cover followed by Poker Jack firing up Ezekiel's inching closer on the fence and then transformation gold card tap and run an A to B into the straight now and proverbial skips two in front to Sung Blue is flat to the boards Ezekiel's running on well on the fence then transformation and Poker Jack coming down the outside with a very good run. Poker Jack moved up to join Proverbial in the lead. Clear from Ezekiel. Transformation, the dramatist. It's Poker Jack, a half length clear, edging away on the highway and Poker Jack goes on to beat the dramatist second. Photo third, Proverbial and Sir Ravenelli. King's Trust closing off, then brazen impact from Transformation. Uh, A to B late, followed by fine weather. Reveal the magic. Sun blue weakened out from Hearn Court. Tap and run. Further back, Chase my crown from King Gutho. Uh, Vicky's won and Gold Cart was one of the last to finish. Ten Poker Jack, Amy McLucas, 21.60 and 6.60. 18 The Dramatist, 3.40 and a photo third, 13 Proverbial, 4.30 or 11 Saravanelli, 3.30. In the opener, number 10, Poker Jack by Casino Prince had a Princess Alani has let down really well in the middle part of the track. And one and run rather comfortably at the end from the dramatist has got up to run second and third between the fast finishing Sir Ravenelli and the front runner Proverbial back on the inside. So number 10, Poker Jack. His third career win from a 14 starts and his second highway success. Now, so a great start to the day for Goulburn with Tash Burley saddling up the winner. No placings on the board as yet. The time in the opener is 110.98. On the good four track today, so 11098. It's about 1.3 outside the class record, and the last 600 metres covered in 3493, 34.93. So we're standing by on the third number. It goes to 11, Sir Ravenelli, the outside. So the numbers confirm 10. 18, 11 and 13. Proverbial back on the inside, finishing in fourth with other details to follow on race one. Eagle Farm down at the gates for their first race on a good four and it's Mashani Renegade $1.50 Mashani Raider $3.40 Correct Weight Morfordville 5137 Flemington race number one is only five minutes away we better check in with Dean Lester for his thoughts on the Carbine Club Stakes Flemington Race 1 kicks off the Cup Week Carnival, the Carbine Club Stakes, the traditional start to the Carnival over 1,600 metres. My numbers 3, 12, 2 and 1. Tipping a value chance here in number 3, Liberty Steps. He's had the two runs back, he's drawn wide both times and hasn't been able to get into the race, although he's run quite well. But in this race from a good draw with Damien Oliver in the saddle, I think he's ready to strike and I think he's good odds to find out. To beat number 12, Pungo looks a nice horse. Chris Waller really has dominated this race in recent years. And Pungo went to the line well to win last start and I think uh, can run well. Number two, and that is Sam Paper. It's a good winner. Corvette, was left in front quite early and he battled on well to the line. I think the 1600 holds no fears. And one Tijuana, I think 1600 is the back end of his distance range as he showed in the Corvette Guineas. It's his fifth run for the preparation, so he won't be improving, but he is down in grade and he's got a chance. But I think his stable mate, Liberty Steps, is 
ready to peak at good odds. My number's three, 12, two and one. Okay, now at uh, Rose Hill, it was a half by three quarters, one ten ninety eight, and home in 34.93. 10 Poker Jack was 21.60 and 6.60, 18 Adramatus, 3.40. 11 Saravanelli, 3.30, The Quinella, $86, Exactor, 198. Trifecta, 2,156. First four, 24,879. Race one from Rose Hill. Remember the Doncaster 2016. Winks looking for nine in a row and needed to produce a big finish. You get a champion finish on the pallet from a glass of Windy Peak wine. Try Windy Peak Sauvignon Blanc Semillon by De Bortoli. Now to do Eagle Farm. Renegade, a white cap on the favourite, $1.55 on the QAP. Now, Mashani and Star going in. Mashani Twilight about to go forward. And Mashani Mystique will go in and complete the line. And the field to be right for the first of ten. Mashani Mystique going up. Mashani Twilight's gone in. And they've all loaded up. So stand by for race one. Red light turned on. 1,000 metres here. All in, and the gate's open, they're racing. Mashani Raider began well, going through as Mashani Metallic and Handy is Mashani Tycoon. And likewise over on the outside, creeping forward is Mashani Mystique, and further back to Mashani Renegade. Magic of Miller back nearer the inside. Mashani Sienna, Mashani Valor, and further back to Mashani Star. Last of all is Mashani Twilight, so Mashani Tycoon, the leader. Second, the outside is Mashani Metallic. A length and a half away, third is Mashani Raider. As they swing around the home turn, further back to Mashani Mystique out wider. Further back in the field to Mashani Renegade, Magic of Milo. And back behind those is Mashani of Siena. 350 metres left to go out wide here. Mashani Raider has taken over, trying hard to rally back as Mashani Metallic. Mashani Renegade's running home and Mashani Mystique down the outside. Mashani Raider the leader. Mashani Renegade the outsiders out after Mashani Raider. Mashani Raider, Mashani Renegade. Mashani Raider, Mashani Renegade. Mashani Renegade's going home the better. And Mashani Renegades won from Mashani Raider. Third, Mashani Mystique, followed by Mashani Metallic. Then Magic of Melo, Mashani Twilight, Mashani Tycoon, Mashani Valor, Mashani Sienna. And the last one was Mashani Star. Mashani Renegades won it. Mashani Renegades won it. Number one, Jimmy Orman for Les Ross. So nine Mashanis, but the right ones won it. Number one, Mashani Renegade running down Mashani Raider. And uh, number one, the winner. So the market was right. The two favourites have fought out the finish. But Renegades run down Raider to win. So one, Mashani Renegades beaten two, Mashani Raider. Third, number eight, Mashani Mystique. And fourth will be nine, Mashani Metallic. So one, two, eight, nine, I'd say the result. Magic of Milo back in fifth ahead of Mashani Twilight. So one, two, eight, nine, now confirmed on race number one. One, two, eight, and nine. One, two, Eight and nine. Number four and fifth, Magic of Miller. So one, two, eight, nine. One, two, eight, nine. Four and fifth and race one. Mashani Renegade running down Mashani Raider. A long neck by two, the margins. A long neck by two. And Mashani Renegade beating Mashani Raider. So one, two, eight, and nine numbers there. Eagle Farm, Mashani Renegade, one sixty, a dollar four. Raider was one thirty. Mystique seven thirty. Metallic fourth. Quinella a dollar eighty. Exactor two fifty. Trifecta thirty eight. First four, one hundred and twenty three. About to move up at Flemington. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. 
The year 1995 and Octagonal wins the Randwick Sires Produce with his typical big finish. But still, not a finish to compare with the finish on the pallet from a glass of Windy Peak Shiraz. Windy Peak from the stable of De Bortley winners. Let's get to Mount Hill for the first on Derby Day at Flemington. Punga has been 3.30 into $3. Uh, Tijuana, 4 to 5 Sandpaper's been seven to seven fifty. Delkington Road eight fifty to nine. But three dollars Pungo is going to jump the favourite for the first on a big, big week at Flemington. Here's Matthew Hill. Before we get the big carnival underway, two to get set here. As Lincoln Square for Melbourne Cup winning jockey Jai McNeil takes a middle alley. Lincoln Square is in and Big Story is going to be the final one for Damien Lane. Elkington Road standing patiently, Pungo drawn the inside. Big Story takes the outer and the field is locked away. Set to go for the first, and the carnival is underway at Flemington. They're racing. Perfect thought away, fairly sandpaper out well with Tijuana and Pungo holding at spot the inner. Not too far away as Lincoln Square out wider on the course, and Tijuana in the red jacket's just going to probe through. They were followed by Redina out deeper. My brother's keeper, the inside from Liberty Steps, two lengths. What a deal, Elkington Road. Then came the fortune teller who's well back today and already passed by Big Story. 1,100 to go, Pungo just in front of Lincoln Square and they're a length and a quarter in front of Tijuana and Sandpaper. Further back in the field my brother's keeper on the fence and then came between horses Liberty Steps out wider is Redina who's pulling a length perfect thought outside of what a deal. A couple of lengths Elkington Road big story and the fortune teller is last. So they reach the 800 metres and the leader is Pungo who's tried to slow it off but Lincoln Square is there for company. A length and a half Sandpaper Tijuana. Redina is fifth out three wide and then came Liberty Steps and My Brother's Keeper. Further back around the turn is Perfect Thought, Elkington Road from What A Deal, Big Story and the Fortune Teller last. Into the straight, 450 metres to go and the leader is Pungo, still cuddled in front by three quarters of a length to Lincoln Square then Tijuana Sandpaper Redina down the outside from Perfect Thought and down the outside Elkington Road, Pungo went for home 250 metres to go two lengths to Perfect Thought giving chase then Elkington Road and the Fortune Teller They've grabbed Pungo. It's Perfect Thought, 100 metres to go. Drawing clear, and Perfect Thought is going to win it. Perfect Thought has won it by two lengths. Second, Elkington Road just in front of the fortune teller. Then what a deal, Tijuana. Pungo got tired from sandpaper. Then came Liberty Steps back behind them. Redina, well back in the field. My brother's keeper, big story. And at the end was Lincoln Square. 11, Perfect Thought. Uh, that was written by Craig Williams for John Sargent. $30.30. And seven dollars, six Elkington Road, two ninety, and for the fortune teller at three forty. It is perfect thoughts. Craig Williams aboard at $28.10 and $6, bringing that uh, Sydney form in after being placed in a 68er at Newcastle. Last start has drawn away from Elkington Road and the Fortune Teller. Both horses coming from the back down the outskirts with the leaders puncturing up. And perfect thoughts at uh, start number six, win number two, the Colt by the Great So You Think has drawn away to win the Network 10 Carbine Club Stakes. Elkington
Fortune Road will get the second. Jamie Mott for Mike Maroney. And the Fortune Teller third, Johnny Ellen for Kieran Ma and David Eustace. Fourth goes to number eight, What a Deal. Fifth to number 12, Pungo. And sixth to number one, Tijuana, in a gallop of 137.89. 137.89, 11.64 and 8. So a rough start uh, to the carnival, uh, Brenda, not the way punters uh, want it. But if you are an RSN listener during the week, I believe Ron Duffus, he tipped this horse at about 50 to 1 during the week. Wow, yes, a perfect thought there, winning the Carbine Club at Flemington. 11 perfect thought, $30.30 and $7. Now, second has gone to 6 Elkington Road, 290. Third for the Fortune Teller, 340. A a deal fourth. Quinella, 122. Exact to pay 293. Trifecta, 30. 3,449, first for $37,779. Race two, Flemington, the Lexus Archer Stakes, Stewart, one o'clock. Surefire opens $1.70. Don't forget, first two races for Flemington, Rose Hill and Eagle Farm place a fixed odds win bet through your tab app or through your tab account. And if your horse doesn't win, you will get a bonus bet back up to $25 today. That's on fixed odds win bets. And then from races three to six, if your horse runs uh, second or third, then you'll get your bonus bet back up to 50. Dubbo moving forward. Australia's favourite windows and doors. <sighs> Excuse me, I just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Ah, uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. Following this race, Dubbo, we will head to Mitch Manners at Newcastle for best bets there. But let's get to Cole Hodges now for race two at Dubbo. On Cat Gully Red. Career change comes up in the line. Here's the mirror about to come up, a moon star. So the favourite here, number eight at $2.40 in from $2.50. Career change, very solid in the market. Ahead of number one, Lockdown Gamble, $4.20 into $3.90. Lockdown Gamble uh, ran third in the country championship qualifier and then Finished midfield and heat. Praline, good money for Praline, about fourteen dollars in about eighteen dollars into twelve dollars. And she's won twice over this distance too from three starts here at Dubbo. So they're about to go here, stand by. Red lights on. Racing now, career chains won the start by a length. Cat Gully Red is quickly up to second, followed then. Uh, by Jawsome going forward now was Emery's and a Moonstar caught off the track. Lockdown Gambles back to third last and then came Praline and Demura uh, was last. So they race along now with about 6.50 left to go and career change led her Moonstar. Cat Gully Red was third, then came Jawsome the fence, Emery's. Praline getting back now, Lockdown Gamble to the outside about five lengths off the lead and Demura last. Inside the last 300 metres and career change for the Moonstar. Tackling on the outside, lockdown gamble, Praline start their runs from well back in the field, but career change in front. Over her moon star, Praline, lockdown gamble outright, runs home fairly well. Career change has got a handy break here, it's holding her moon star and career change races away. Beat her moon star, Praline third, lockdown gamble fourth, G. Demura. Good run there, coming from a long way back to be just behind them. Then came Cat Gully Red, Amariz and Jawsome. 
A career change. Jordan Mallion paid 250 to Hamoon Star 150 and Fire Praline for third at $2.10. Let's head to Newcastle now for best bets. Mitch Manners, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Simon. Afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the coverage of Newcastle today. Eight races. Uh, Newcastle uh, have uh, the Derby Day spot as per normal. Good four rail is out 10 metres from the 1,400 to the 1,000 and then a further 11 metres the remainder. So uh, we are out a long way today and the field size has been cut down to a capacity of 11. Best bets on today's card and uh, pretty keen on race five, number three, Mediaro. The market's Suggested he might have been underdone first up here, but he came from last and blew the field away. Getting through on the inside, he he, he got all favours. He was squeezing through up on the rail, but he was able to to get those splits, take it, and go on and, and win the race. To me, that suggests that uh, he was only going to improve off his first up run because he was $4 odd out to I think you got out to about $9 in the end. So, uh, on a score of fitness, I think he'll uh, attack this race in even better order. And they thought highly enough of him to run in a Rose Hill Guinea's last preparation. So, he certainly got the talent. Race 5, number 3. Actually, like his stable mate in the last race, Cool Lad, I think uh, it was too wet for him last time around here and he got into a tricky spot, a, a position that you just didn't want to be in on that day. Back on top of the ground, good draw. Um, I think he's uh, well over the odds in the last event. He could easily win that race and, and uh, it would not surprise me at all. So play a couple from the Matt Smith stable. Race 5, number 3. Race 8, at number 14, the value runner. And Simon back for the call of race 1 at 5 after 1. Gadget then, Mitch. We do have correct weight on the first at Rose Hill. 10, 18, 11, 13, correct weight there, Eagle Farm. Dub out, 8, 2, 5 and 1. Lockdown Gamble. Fourth, Quinella, 6.50, exact and 9.90. Trifecta, $62. First for $200, 8, 8, double, 14.90. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. <laughs> Races 1 and 2 at Rose Hill, Flemington and Eagle Farm this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $25. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles on Woolworths but only in the chilled